Hey, what's going on guys? Big Duke here coming to you once again to bring you the intro to the Hogman's podcast. I hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy during this crazy start to the year of 2021. Me, however, well, if it was any better, I'd be embarrassed. That's the old, it's the old showbiz answer. Anyways, I hope you submitted your questions and your topics to discuss because Mike and Dev are about to call it on the fly here on the Hogman's Podcast. that you've all been waiting for from the land of the rising sun to just north of the border strong style meets street style right here on this podcast because you're listening to the osaka saint the saitama superstar the mad titan of tokyo the american kaiju and double your pleasure double your fun because right now you get two hogsmen for the price of one He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke. Not here tonight. Said he'll be here uh, next week. But uh, it's Wednesday night, January 13th. That's right. I said Wednesday night. And uh, you're listening to another episode of the Hogsman Podcast. Hogscast coming at you. Devin Sparks, what's going on, man? Everything. The whole world is going on. Wild, wild place we live in right now. Wild place we live in, yes. So we didn't. So last week we recorded Tuesday night. Yep. And then Wednesday, all hell broke loose in D.C. It did. Did you watch? Like, so I was glued to the TV. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm watching history right now. Yeah. This will be in history books. Yep. Uh, your your daughter will be reading about it in yep. history class, probably in eighth grade. Uh, fucking nuts, man. Fucking nuts. Pretty crazy shit. And I don't know. I don't know what to think about it because I've seen so many things on each side of it. Like the first thing I saw was what looked like police just like letting people in like they like pulled back the guardrails yeah and, and like everyone just came in and i saw that i'm like what the fuck are they doing i like jumped out of my chair I was like what the fuck are they doing and everyone just goes like oh, okay and it looked like tourists all like showing up like giving themselves their own tour walking around like touching statues and taking dick pics with them and stuff yeah and i'm like why why did they do that what in the world is going on here why isn't there more security first of all like they're certifying a vote uh-huh. on the most, you know, contentious election. Controversial. Since, yeah, since like what, the Civil War or some shit? How come there's not additional security there and police forces or whatever? And these people are just waltzing in and running around, um, got into the chamber, got into their individual offices. Like, bro, it was wild. But from what I so originally what I saw was them letting him in, and then I saw some stuff the other night. Uh, after the fact, it was like 
some balls to the walls, crazy Viking shit. Yeah, so here's my, you know, a lot of people were commenting on the um, the Capitol Police who only, their only job is the Capitol. They, they, that's their, they police that building and that's it. Um, that's what my neighbor who's a federal employee told me. He, uh, but anyway, so I saw like, you know, the video of, of the security guards kind of opening the gates, you know, the barriers. Here's the deal. And from like my experience of, of having to work, you know, security and, and handling large crowds and stuff like that. So here's my, you know, a lot of people jump to the conclusion like, oh yeah, they're letting their friends in. They agree with them. Well, no, no, no. I didn't think that. Here's the deal. You have five, six Capitol Police officers handling one section, right? All of a sudden you have tens, hundreds, thousands of people walking up to your gate and you go, they're coming in. Yeah. They're coming in. We can stand here and try and fight them back. But guess what? We're hugely outnumbered. It's going to happen. So let's try and, you know, just make it as safe as possible to, you know, like you got to look out for your own ass, right? They're like, we could sit here and, and try and keep them back, but it's a, it's a, it's a failed attempt. Also by this point, apparently the, all those videos you saw of them climbing that wall mm -hmm. to get in, they had already breached inside yeah. the building. Oh so really? Yeah. It's basically at well, that point that it's either you're like Mike said, either these people are coming in. So you have to make the choice. Do you want to get hurt or possibly die? Or do you want to let these people? And get one of in the guys did die, right? Something will happen. A police officer did. He die. got bludgeoned to death by. Yeah. Uh, he got hit with a fire extinguisher, so he didn't get bludgeoned to death. Well, apparently, what happened? I read about that. He got hit with a fire extinguisher. Okay. Maybe went unconscious. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But he actually did walk away, and then later, he died. That's uh, You know, probably from from a result of you know the hit to the head, but. Um, and I'm not even talking about like, yeah, so they're, they're storming, you know, they're, they're fucking climbing walls, falling off walls when all they had to do was walk five feet down yeah. and take the goddamn stairs up. But the thing is like those, those police that were out covering the perimeter, like, you know, like away from the front doors and the side doors and all that kind of stuff. They were just like, Hey man, we got to let these guys through. And then you saw the police officers really kind of like holding the fort and the doorways. But unfortunately by then they had already busted in through the, through the fucking windows and all that kind of stuff. And then, so when I was watching, I was watching, uh, it was like on CNN, I was watching all the, the live coverage. Right. You only saw like, yeah, motherfuckers, you know, climbing walls and hopping right. fences and all that kind of stuff. Later, a few days later, when you saw the real footage, like of like, on, like full their on, handheld stuff going in. Like, did you see like the incident with like the police officer that got crushed in the door? No, it's it's disturbing to watch, man. It's really was disturbing. it on accident or on purpose? No. So you have a hallway full of pro-Trump people and then police officers, and they're clashing in in a, in in a hallway basically. And then there was like a doorway that they were trying to secure, and the police officer was caught in between the door. They were trying to sl to, to hold one door shut, and you know he's got hundreds of people in one way. And hundreds of people in the other way, and they're all crushing him. It's, Jesus. it's nuts, man. Nuts. And then they show the video of that chick from San Diego getting shot. Yeah. Did you see that? No. There's. I try up. not to watch stuff like that. I, I, I feel like you have to. You know, like that. Like I said, it's history, man. Like it was um, nuts, man. You know, you you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You know, I I. 
the the video of the, the footage of her getting shot. Mm-hmm. So the 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 Trump people, the pro-Trump people, the the people that were were storming the the Capitol, the protesters, they're trying to get into a room. Okay, and you can see through uh, the door. Kind of, there's a glass part, so you can see through the doors, and they're trying to bash it in. And on the other side of the door, you can see a pistol. Oh uh, shit! And somebody yells, "Gun, gun, gun!" And then that girl that got shot. There's another view of her trying to get in through the door and pop. Damn, dude, popped her, man. When somebody yells "gun," get out of the way. You fucking run. So that was a Capitol Police person, then I guess. That or Secret Service, because I'm guessing you know you had Secret Service because the Vice President was there. Um, that's true. That's so, true. I didn't think about that. I, I, it was I, nuts. The images of you know on the on the floor, they're 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 holding guns at the at the at right. The, yeah, I saw towards that. the door, waiting for people to breach. It's nuts, man. So. For me, like I mean, I'm not pro Trump at all. Um, but when I saw this originally, I to me it still looked like protesters, like all the way up to the gate, up to up to where they got to the gate. It looked like protesters. Even like I said, when I saw the cop let him in, I'm like, that was fucking dumb. I thought the same thing. Where I'm like, oh well, there's so many of them. Like maybe they're threatening him. You can't hear the audio. Maybe they're threatening him, and he's just like, fuck it, it's not worth it, man. I got a kid and wife at home. Like I got to get out of here. Um, so I was, even when they're just dicking around walking through the halls from what they showed you originally, I was like, they're still protesters. They just are, they were let in and no, they're the like, se- okay, the, the second they breached that, they let they're me no in. longer protesters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They, they've committed a huge crime. <laughs> right, right, right. I understand. But from what I saw when I, like you got the asshole and the stupid Viking hat, you got the guy, the dumb smile carrying uh-huh. away the podium like that. Cover your face, dog. Like if you're gonna do that, what the fuck is wrong with why you? Why would they? They're they're anti-mask, so, so why would they be wearing masks? I know, but I'm just well, it's a crime, right? It's a crime. Oh, big. But um my whole thing was I was like, it still looks like protesters taking a little too far. But like I said, it wasn't until a couple days later when you saw all the real footage show up that I'm like, oh shit, okay. Because yeah. I saw I try to I try to play it down the middle. I try to be objective. Um so when I see stuff like the the shit that they were saying they're like oh this the siege of the capital and the assault on democracy and all this shit I'm like uh I mean they got in the doors that's the difference is they got in the doors and they took the podium and they took pictures at the de- you know what I mean like that shit is taking it too far but I hadn't seen the violence at that time yeah so there's there's definitely uh footage where you go yeah. oh yeah that's well the guy that came in scary. with the the uh, zip ties yep what yep. what bro Here, here's also the thing like when you're talking about like they're walking around with no mask here's how you know they were not career criminals <laughs> these fucking dumb shits don't even realize they've committed a huge yeah. crime but they are also taking selfies they're recording it you know they're they're showing themselves committing these acts and it's and it's 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 just like you dummies don't understand you guys are fucked like they don't they don't have to start arresting you guys right now. You guys are already giving them all the evidence they need to just come get you in your house. That's that's that I think people got really upset about them not getting like arrested right there and then, but I'm like all that's going to do is cause more chaos inside mm-hmm. when you can very easily just get them in a couple of days yeah. and they're going to be in prison. It won't be as publicized and it won't be as big of a story or you won't get the visual that you all want of these guys getting their comeuppance unless somebody happens to be using their camera in an airport and someone's trying to get on a flight and oh, they get flagged for being a flight I, risk. I laughed my ass off when it when you saw these people 
you know, finding out they're on the no fly list. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, yeah, guys, I'm sorry. Like, do you not understand what you did? Uh, you, you, you thought the uh, the Muslim ban. It was bad. Uh, the yeah. Muslim ban was a good idea yeah. because of uh, terrorist acts. You motherfuckers just committed the like one of yeah. the biggest terrorist attacks. Yeah. And so, uh, Oh, man. When I saw the guy running through the halls with the Confederate flag, I, <laughs> that fucking, that, that one for me was, that was offensive as shit. That's gnarly. That, that's because gnarly. that is legitimately insurrection. That's, that is. I mean, it's like somebody, um, you know, kind of carrying a Nazi flag. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's something, it's, it's nuts, man. It's something you don't want to see. No, that one, that one, you know, there a lot of veterans rolling over in their grave on that one. That was that was fucking. I just get terrible. a kick out of stupid people look when they carry that thing. I'm like, guys, you're carrying the flag of a country that lost. Yeah, like you're basically carrying on a loser's flag. Loser's so let flag. me, ask, and they don't get it. They're dorks. They're but, like, look at me, I'm racist. But no, you look like an idiot. So let me ask you this, right? Right or wrong? Okay. I mean, we have <laughs> right or wrong, right? They believe it. Mm-hmm. Whether they're right or wrong, they they believe it. It's in their head. They believe that they're right. Um, the people that were, you know, charging in, in, in the building and into the Capitol mm-hmm. and doing all those things. So Trump had in the, in the election, I want to say like 70 million voters. Now, 74. 74 million voters for Trump. It's a lot of people. Now, many of them are voting for the policies. Many of them are voting for the party. But there's a large portion of those people that are fanatic about Trump. Mm-hmm. So let's say half of those people, 45 million or so, 40 to 45 million. No, that's too many. <laughs> what am I saying? 30, 35 to 40 million people who are backing Trump because they're fanatic legitimately believe that the election was stolen mm-hmm. and that there were foreign actors involved and all of the you know CIA, FBI were involved in this coup of the country. What are you supposed to do? Like if this is if this is real, if it was the opposite, right? Like people, I mean, I guess you could say we already saw what Democrats did, right? They the the belief is that the Russians meddled in the election, and what did they do? Well, they took it to the courts, mm-hmm. right? That's what they did. That's what people they marched in the streets originally. People marched, they walked. They protested. They wore pussy hats, <laughs> and they, uh, and that was it. They took it to court. Uh, we had the CIA and FBI tell us stuff. They filed, you know, who was leading the chart? Was it Mueller? The Mueller investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, but these other thirty-five million, if they're staunchly believed, like, what do you do if you go? Oh well, we the courts aren't going to take care. Of I don't know what the answer is because I think that's what you do is you march, right? You march, you protest. I'm not saying what they did is right, but I'm saying like, I'm asking, like, this is like open for discussion. What do you do? If it was, if the roles were reversed, if you're supporting the Democratic Party and you feel like, you know, holy shit, overnight all these votes were stolen or whatever, just for whatever reason, you couldn't piece it together in your head. And there's a large portion of the people that believe that the Democratic vote was stolen. Like, if you go, holy shit, this is a fascist in government taking the place he's like it's gonna become a throne this is gonna be an empire it's no longer a republic mm-hmm. like what are you supposed to do if you believe that's happening you're asking me oh uh, yeah just so, or adam or whoever wait four years yeah well i mean <laughs> that's all you can do man okay you want to go protest protest cool but guess what you're gonna have to wait four years so, so that then that's why we vote so so let me ask you this 
That was to certify the vote. Yes. The so they had college. people saying, they had Republicans coming forward saying, let's nullify it. It was bullshit. Uh, we don't believe in it. Let's nullify it. So let's say that the vote got nullified or that Pence at the end of it said, you know what? These are invalid. These votes are invalid. Then what? So now you're the Democratic Party. You're supported. Your candidate won the election, a free election. So then what do you do? Because I could see the roles flipped where if that should happen, if Pence said, these are nullified, uh, we believe there's foul play, we believe there's foreign actors involved, we have evidence of it, I see the Democrats doing the same thing. I see the, the same people, not, not the same people, but the same actions. People charging the Capitol, trying to get in, because what do you, that's, that's my question is, what do you do? Because if, if, the only thing I could think of is if, if, if they had nullified the vote and Pence had said, we're certifying Trump for a second election, they're, all hell would have broken loose, right? You basically have to do what they're doing for the inauguration next week. They're bringing in everyone, all the military. Because no matter what side, at this point it sucks, but no matter what side this point protests, there's always going to be that group that's there to just start shit. It's yeah. both sides. Both sides have that. Like neither, like both parties, if they're just normal people that have their beliefs, they're not, I wouldn't call any of them radicals. But on both sides, there's radicals that are there to just start shit. And that's what that's what would happen. And that's why I don't understand why they weren't prepared, more prepared last week. So here's the thing. OK, let's say Pence went on the floor and said all that stuff. Right. Yep. And that, here's the thing. The state. The attorney general, they'd already done an investigation right. in the voting. Right. And they said there was no tampering. They, they nothing significant, maybe one or two, a handful of little like, you know, whatever votes, but nothing significant. So now if that wasn't now, let's say they, they didn't do an investigation. They didn't like, you know, double count, triple count, however many times they fucking counted these goddamn right. votes in every state. Then you would th then there might be something. But the thing is, every state, every, you know, even the, the attorney general, you know, bar said there's there's no tampering. There's no problem. With so, the Trump, so let's say. Uh, uh, and here's another problem. Right. Conspiracy theorists. Hey, if you want to believe in conspiracies, that's fine. But the problem is, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you'll never be taken seriously. Why? Because you never fucking accept the truth. You never fucking accept the truth. You always got to throw a fucking, you know, a wild, you know, just a wild pitch and be like, ah, it might land. So <laughs> when, when they fucking, when they fucking uh, stormed the Capitol, right? What was the conspiracy afterwards? Antifa. It was, it was people. That was, it was fucking it was wild Antifa to dressed up as Trump. Oh my God. All right, I asshole. heard that. Whatever, whoever asshole said that, you just lost all credibility. <laughs> you just lost all so, credibility. So let me ask you. But let me ask you this though. So let's say he he does it, and he because I, I want to know your honest he does, opinion. He, he does what? Uh, Pence says we're we're overruling. It was invalid, and we we did a private investigation. We did a we did an independent investigation, uh, independent of the FBI and CIA because they've been infiltrated. Right. This is what I'm saying. I'm just saying they throw it out there. Trump staying in office. The election was invalid. What do the people do? Because I want to know. Because my guess would be, at that point, you're assuming that there's a coup. You're saying that, oh, fuck. There, there's a fascist in, in the office. They're throwing overthrowing democracy to stay in the seat of power. So at that point, wouldn't you expect Democrats to do the same thing? And the only reason I'm asking this mm -hmm. is because I'm saying it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. That's what they believe. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. That, that That's... Uh I don't know. What it, do you do? 
I stay I stay in my house. That's cool. Me too. Um, dude, I don't I don't give a fuck. Uh, so uh, Saturday, <laughs> did you see what happened Saturday down in PB? Mm-mm. So they had a. Uh, uh, PB, by the way, people, is uh, Pacific Beach. Yeah, for um, those of you that live in uh, South Africa. the um, We do have South Africa. He didn't know that. We have South Africans. Oh, yeah. You never looked at that? No, I've looked at it. We got motherfuckers yeah, all I, over They're the all world. over the place, yeah. I remember you guys talked about it early on. So there was a uh, a pro-Trump kind of rally thing going okay. on or like, you know, protests, whatever. A few people like put out a little thing saying, hey, we're going to be pro-Trumpers for the fucking day or something. So, of course. Uh, <laughs> for the day. <laughs> Antifa. Figures oh, uh, finds out. I mean, I, I don't even know if these are like real Antifa people, but like people dressed up as Antifa, they went down there and counter protested, and then a little bit of shit popped off. <sighs> Not cool, man. Not cool. There was some video of it. Some some Antifa guy uh, like pepper sprayed a, a service dog. With oh my his owner god! Because the, the service dog reacted to like what was going on, and the guy just blasted this this Rottweiler. Fuck that guy. But um, here's. You know, I ain't going down there if I hear that no. kind of shit's going on. Yeah. But here's the problem. Both sides, the pro-Trump and this Antifa, are both radicals on each side, right? Right. As much as they want to say they want a peaceful protest, no, you don't show up to a peaceful protest with goddamn mace. Right. So here's what I personally think. The community, right, people that live in PB, uh, have, you know, kids that go to the school, they have, uh, you know, they're invested in the community, these people need to start stepping up. And when they see that happening, they need to show up also and be like, we don't want either of you motherfuckers here. So let me ask you this, because this is interesting. Again, for those of you that aren't from San Diego that are listening across the country or in another country, um, East County of San Diego is called Santee or Lakeside or Ramona. There's several parts of East County, but it's known to be more red leaning. Uh, lots of Trump supporters out there, Republicans for sure. And, um, during the summer uh, with, you know, Black Lives Matter, it was taking over the country because of what had been going on. And there were um, caravans and protests all over the county. But specifically in Santee, there were, can you help me out here, Adam? They were, were they pro-Trump or they were something? They were militia type and they were standing there with guns saying, get out. We don't want you here yeah. because we don't want any shit. We don't want you guys burning anything down. Yeah. But that was super frowned upon. I'm sure it was because they're wearing Trump stuff. But like, if you did that in PB and you stood your ground with a, you know, if they stood up at the whole day, I'm, I'm not saying show up with guns. No, I know, I know, which I think is a. But what I'm would you do? Show up as a community and what? And hold going, hands. Hi, you you far right people that are the pro Trump people right now, and you the far left that are these Antifa people that keep fucking causing shit. It, we don't want any of you guys here. So you, what do you do? That's the, the community needs to step up. So here's a here's a here's a short little story. So back when all the Black Lives Matter uh, protests were happening, uh, what June mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this uh, town in somewhere in Illinois, it's somewhere near Chicago. I, I read about this. Mostly a black uh, African American uh, uh, population. They were going to have a Black Lives Matter uh, protest there, and the community showed up. Remember, this is a, I said it was African American, more yeah. pop, a, a, a higher African American population in, the, in this town. They showed up, told the Black Lives Matter protest, "Get the fuck out of here, right? Because you guys are going to come in here and cause some shit, and then you're going to leave. We have to live here. We, we, this is where we live. We're going to be the ones paying for this. Very admirable because they they recognize. Listen, your message is getting lost completely because you guys keep fucking you know." 
and, and maybe it's not the the BLM, BLM people. It's the people that are looking for that shit. They're looking for a reason to 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 break a window and loot a place for you know. That's the problem, you know. Even these these pro Trump groups, these Black Lives Matter, these Antifa people. If you want to be taken seriously, you got to police yourself a little bit and say, listen, anybody who comes in here and starts some shit and <clears throat> and takes this to another level, you're fucking us all. So I know you're not the marketing guy, but if you were rebranding Black Lives Matter to be, you know, maybe more nationally accepted as a as a rally cry, like what would you say? Exactly. The thing is, you have to weed out the people that are causing problems. Right. But I'm saying, what would you change? The name? Like, would you change? Is there a name you could change it to that some people wouldn't get offended for some reason? Because they th- say, oh, black lives matter. What? White lives don't matter. Mexican lives don't matter. No, I don't know Because th- there's that crowd out there that's like, oh, you're just saying that we don't matter. It's like, no, that's not what they're saying. But is there a name you could change it to that like a, like equal rights? Cause you, can you bring up equal rights again or civil Probably. rights or no, something? No, because eventually that, eventually the same malicious group will indoctrinate themselves into that. It's what happened with the Black Panthers back in the day. Did you ever see a uh, peaceful, but then there was the part of them that wasn't peaceful. Well, did you ever see like uh, during like the civil rights, right? The sixties with uh, Martin Luther King, right? Yeah. They're going all around the South and uh, protesting, right? right? They're doing marches. Yeah. Do you ever know why like that was so like effective during that time? So Martin Luther King was like, Hey, you're going to march. You're going to march peacefully. Right. These guys, this group of people were not doing anything illegal. They were just marching and protesting, which is their first amendment. Right. Guess what happened? Law enforcement took it, took it to the next level. So now you have news cameras, right? And back then TV was huge. Oh shit. You had four channels. Exactly. So it was huge. Um, so now white America, right. And the rest of the United States is watching at six o'clock at night, on the on the new you know nightly news, all they see is these protesters walking, and all of a sudden, police just bombard them, start kicking the shit out of them for no reason. Now, that tells a huge story. That you know, if if you, I, Adam, anybody watching that on TV, you go, wait a minute, this isn't right. So then they start to gain support because, listen, I'm I'm looking at it right now on TV. Nothing these these police just bombarded these people with mace clubs you know uh canines so that's that's why that that civil you know that's why those civil rights uh movements worked back then is because they used the the power of peaceful protest and unfortunately back then law enforcement didn't really understand yeah. that uh hey guys you know tv or you know footage film speaks loud yeah. you know re- really loud words on tv um i think and you know, I'm sure people, everybody has their own idea of how it should be done. But to me, when you go in and you start thrashing things, um, causing problems like that, it's uh, it does more harm. It does more harm. So, um, Adam, you brought this up the other day. This is this this all. I'm bringing it all together here about uh, the inauguration of Biden. What was your specific question about that? No, my question. Uh, I think the question was. Um, well, it wasn't related to any of this, though. I, I'm t- <laughs> no, no, it, ha- it has to do with divided factions and things like that. Oh, no, my question was about, are they doing an actual inauguration with an actual like big crowd? I haven't heard about question. that yet. I've, I've heard it's going to be like uh, online like kind of thing, and I, but I, 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 I haven't heard if it's going to be actual like ceremony. Like, uh, 
Have you heard? No, I haven't heard. But my thought is this will be, and again, this is because there's divided factions. It has to do with optics, has to do with, you know, last time we saw an inauguration was Trump's inauguration where he argued it was the biggest inauguration ever, even though there was, oh, was photo huge. and visit. It was huge, bro. <laughs> photo and visit video evidence that it was It's like claiming WrestleMania was sold out when there's like 20 people. Listen, here's what we do. Okay. Here's what we do. You take four members of Black Lives Matter, you put them in a ring. Okay. <laughs> and then you take four members of Antifa and they start fighting. Okay. What if we bring. And then hold on. And then about two minutes in, you release Bla uh, Antifa. Okay. Or no, uh, so we have, wait, we have, uh, who do we have? We have Am There's a War Games match we're having here? <laughs> no, no this is, it's like a finale of Raw back okay. in the day. Oh, okay, so you've, got, so you've got Black Lives Matter first, and then you send in the Trump supporters. So the Tr Trumpers, okay, so Black Lives Matter and Trumpers are, are fighting. Then Antifa. And then all four members of Antifa have run out, and they start fighting, and then um, you blue, have... Uh, blue Lives Matter. And then you have the the, yeah, the, the blue line people. <laughs> yeah, the blue, uh, the that, blue, yeah. And then you have the militia people. Oh, shit. And then, uh, you, you know, you have, it's just it's just a melee. Oh, it's my like, God, the cars, we'll see you next and, week. And you have you have the king and good old JR commentating, and uh, and then all of a sudden it goes to black, and you got to tune in to uh, next week and, and find out what, what the what the result that, was. That's what I always loved. The carnage was so much, right? He's just, oh, my God, hellfire, what's going on here? I can't believe it. We'll see you all next week. Oh, it was the best, man. <laughs> Every time. You want a cliffhanger? That's a cliffhanger. Why doesn't that work now? I don't know. What do you think? I think it's this. Because it doesn't it. end with Steve Austin coming out and destroying everybody. Just stunning That's everybody. usually how it would end. So could they, would if they did that now, because I don't think they do, but if you had Brock out there with Reigns and out comes Orton and then in comes oh, fuck, Drew McIntyre and then it's just like the the heavies, all the heavies at the same, like is that enough to, to draw people nowadays to be I like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't think it is. Uh, Seth Rollins just starts Because it's been done faces. before, so it's like, but it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Can uh, anyway. So real quick, I, I we're talking about cliffhangers, and I yep. got to bring this up. Um, anyways, real real quick, uh, what happened to the Capitol sucks. Uh, it sucks that people died. Uh, that girl from San Diego. I don't like saying this. Unfortunately, she died for nothing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. To you. She fucking died for nothing. These people thought they were going. And she in. was a service member, right? She was a Air Force person. Fuck. And like I said, I don't like saying that because like she had like a kid and all that kind of stuff. But it's like. It, it, it was a dumb idea. It was a dumb idea what you did, lady. I'm sorry. Okay, nothing happened out of it. If anything, oh, you yeah. made things worse by doing that shit. Well, and I don't feel comfortable. I, I don't like. I said I don't feel good about saying that, but that's the goddamn truth. Well, now you're on edge for next week. You're a week from now. You don't know what's going to happen. Bro, next this time. is the end of Raw, and now we have. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Next Anyways, week is the pay per view. Exactly you're just waiting for. What was it called? Capital Carnage. Capital Punishment. Capital Punishment. Let's move on. I got. I, I don't know if you guys watched this. I think it was on HBO. Did you watch the Tiger documentary? I saw it finally pop what? up. I didn't get to Ooh. watch it yet. Part one. Okay. It's Is this a, it, the Tiger King guy? No, no. no Tiger, it's, Woods. Uh, Tiger Woods. Oh, Tiger so Woods. remember how they did the uh, the Michael Jordan one? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's something like that, but I don't think it's going to be a 10-part thing. I think it's going to be like only a two parts. parts. Um, so I watched it because I was like, okay, there's nothing on. I'll watch it. You know what? We basically kind of grew up in the time of Tiger Woods becoming famous and going through all of his you know stuff. So it uh, it covers him and uh, and his dad's relationship growing up, you know? Seems like uh, the dad was very heavy on him going into golf. You know, the guy, or it seems like Tiger, like was born right. You know, with a, with a golf club in hand. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like whatever. Okay. You know, he's he's killing it on the amateurs. You know, he's he, and then all of a sudden he goes pro, and he's killing it on the pros. Then Nike was like, here, here's all the money. 
and uh, you know you're gonna wear our shit. And actually, we're gonna go a little controversial here with the first uh, with the first commercial saying that like you know he wasn't allowed to uh, golf on certain courses because of racism, all this kind of stuff. And then of course you know he is it becomes the the greatest golfer of all time. He meets this smoke show uh, Swedish chick and you know marries her. And uh, you're like, okay, yeah, you know, he's got a, a you know a sweet video game that I loved playing when I was when I was younger. And uh, you're like, okay, you know, like this is cool. Like it's nothing. Like it didn't blow my hair back, right? And then it shows video footage of her beating the shit out of his car with no, a, with not a nine yet. iron. I go, we'll not see yet. you next week. Not yet. So then you're like, okay, this is a cool little documentary. It's nothing like you know incredible, but it's it, you know. And uh, and then all of a sudden, the porn star chick sits down for an interview. And she's just sitting there kind of like for a second and just go and just like looks around and goes, okay, what do you want to know? And then boom, cuts. And, and that's the end of the end of the end of the, of the first part. And then, you know, uh, and I, I, I literally sat up and I'm like, I'm, I'm hooked. I got to see part Bro, two now. Dude, that's so fucked up. I, I hate that. I hate what? that so much. What? Just that like, imagine, because there's a chance, a slim chance, but something happens. Mike, it goes the right way. You get a, a, a WWE contract. Next thing you know, you're headlining WrestleMania. You're winning the title. You have a long run. And then uh, we had a conversation on this podcast a while back about you know you and uh, hockey being a little bit of an enforcer sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they're doing the documentary on your life. And it's, whoa, whoa, whoa you, you beat the shit out of me and I almost died. What do you want to know? <laughs> and you just you could paint anyone in the worst light on any moment in their life. Obviously, it was oh, yeah. several moments for Tiger with several different people, but it, it's just the fact that you could dig into anyone's life and blast them on TV for fucking a subscription, a monthly subscription, but, is shit. But you got to tell that story because that's a huge part of the Tiger Woods story. I mean, right? you don't have to tell that story. I think you do. It was very public. No, I mean, it doesn't have to go. It doesn't like it's. Just, and that's it's, not a real documentary. You're looking for a fluff piece. No, I'm You're saying you, I'm the, saying you don't even have to do the documentary. You could be because you could go. Oh, we could talk about just his career, and then you're like, yeah, but we could talk about like his like fucking listen, sex I, yeah, but if you I, do a documentary where you don't talk about that stuff it's no, like no, why no, no. make the documentary I, listen, it's pointless. I get it I I want to watch it I'm probably going to go home and watch it now I just I'm saying it sucks that we're in a place where like there's so much media all the time there's so many people doing so many things that like I feel like the person from your past is like the key moment in all these documentaries that well, come out And here's the thing uh, Tiger was probably what 26 right when when all that uh when the, when the porn star stuff and the sex sex addiction oh when he's when he got caught yeah I think he was much older than that but when did it start oh he yeah twenty six when, when that happened no no no, 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 no. he was much, he was pretty much toward everyone thought his golf career was over at that point when all that stuff happened so he's probably in his thirties I mean it point. pretty much did it but here's the was. thing no he won a couple how more. much okay when Nike first signed Tiger Woods how old was he he was very young okay. I don't know the exact and age, he got but. paid. How much money? Probably hundreds of hundreds millions. Of Buick was his now, boy too. Devin Sparks. Yeah, hey, if that's a I, shoot name. If, if if you were 21 years old, and you're basically the the Michael Jordan of golf, right? Um, you got hundreds of millions of dollars on you. Are you going to make the same decisions now as you would have back then? Oh, absolutely not. You would have been like, dude, I'm 21. Yeah, I got a little smoke show of a wife, but I'm, I'm a I have hundreds of million dollars. And he's on the road. Constantly, all the time, you make dumb decisions when you're a kid, and especially when you got money. 
it's just bigger you know it's just bigger dumb decisions I, do you remember where you were when you heard when that story broke no not at all i was driving home from work it was a an hour long drive plus i was stuck in traffic north on the five um going from del mar to north county san diego and I'm listening to Padres coverage or whatever. I think, I don't know, maybe it was the off season. I'm listening to coverage of some shit, just whatever the sports show was talking about. And the guy comes on, he's like, oh my God, breaking news. Uh, Tiger Woods, blah, blah, blah. His wife, you know, he's he's going in custody. The police are there at his property. There's footage, there's evidence of her trying to like beat him out <laughs> with a golf club and yeah. climbed on top of the car, beating his car. And I'm like, holy shit. And then it's like more reports are coming out that this is due to, and they started going into like the porn star stuff. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. And I sat in my car in front of the house for a half hour listening to this stuff. And I'm like, I got to go inside. I can't, I can't sit here anymore. I got to go in and like turn on the TV and watch it because it was like, <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was. It was you'd never heard of something like that that bizarre. In how long? Jesus, when's the last time you heard of something? Because that was the most bizarre thing in a decade, at least. Oh, there was like a lot of sex addiction. Yeah, I mean, you could go, then. you could go with the Kobe stuff too, but from back then, and he David had the whole. Letterman got no, 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 no. But I'm something. I mean, that, Kobe raping a girl, allegedly raping a girl, was pretty shocking at the time. Yeah. And that was before. Was that, that that was before? Yeah, okay. it was around the same time. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. so there was that. David I don't know. They blamed uh, Roethlisberger too. I don't know whatever came of that. Yeah, nothing probably. Really? Uh, Letterman got caught up in that. Like there was a. But lot I'm of saying cats. sports. I don't know, man. There was uh, here's the thing. To me, to me, it was it was the biggest fuck because it was ongoing. They had like a helicopter or some. Sh- it was it was very insane when I heard the story behind it is wild, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. Like you get like that time frame was a huge shift in the country as far mm-hmm. as like media. Right. I'm guessing, you know, you had social media probably peeking its head. Right. You had video cameras on your phone. You have text messages. Listen, Frank Sinatra, he was married, right? You don't think he had some fucking side pieces going on? But back then, nobody knew. You know, but there wasn't, you know, huge media outlets, uh, you know, social media. There wasn't camera phones. There wasn't, uh, you know, it was just a lot easier to hide it. Right. And then there was a there was a shift, and Tiger Woods probably was like, "Dude, whatever, man. I'm just getting a little bit of ass. I'm, probably, I'm sure these other PGA golfers, they probably all got side pieces too, right? And he was probably like, "Hey, they're doing it. Why can't I do it? I got just as much money." And uh, all of a sudden, you realize, "Oh fuck, there's evidence. There's text messages. You know, like there's there's fo- I think, photographs." Of I us think together. that's the thing is it it wasn't one incident that was the culmination of like years of shit and exactly they, and they start going over porn stars names yeah. and like shit and you go oh my god they go they go uh you know i don't remember i got a pretty were, good list off of that but they go yeah this person and this person and this person and you go oh man fucking three girls they go and this person and this person you're like five girls and this person you're like oh my god and then and, and they then, go and ron jeremy and you're like oh, that's and funny. then you got to research these names <clears throat> yeah you got to find know, out who they are research because you got you got to put a face to the name yeah because otherwise what's the point exactly but uh, yeah, you guys got to check out that documentary because I'm telling you, it was just kind of like whatever. And then the last, I swear to God, 30 seconds, as soon as that that chick sits down and then goes, just kind of looks around. What silently. was her name for research purposes? <sighs> Something James, I, I think. It was, it was like a rhyming name. Uh, I can't I remember. Know. All right, whatever. They didn't even say the name on the um, on the uh, on the screen, <clears throat> but she just sat down, and you're like, "Oh, I know who this is," <laughs> and uh, and she just goes, uh, "Rick James, what do you want to know?" And you're like, "I'm hooked. I am Damn. fucking hooked right now. This is the end of Monday Night Raw, 
in yeah, the Attitude Era. We'll see you next week. And I can't wait for next week. That's awesome. Oh, it was great, man. You got to uh, you got to check it out. But hey, let's talk about wrestling. Let's do it. We are a wrestling themed podcast, right? We were. Hey, uh, you 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 know somebody who's going to be uh, wrestling Roman Reigns? Oh, I do. Yeah, that's nuts. That's right, Adam Pierce, Scrap Daddy, Scrap Daddy, former uh, NWA? NWA champion. Was I believe he was the uh, Hollywood champion at some point? I'm or sure he did. United something TV champion. He's been champion of everything, but he was NWA champion for a long time. That's be- a really Tell you the truth, like I'm not, you know, you and I, we don't really watch too right. much wrestling. I mean, I watch it. Actually, I, I'll watch I've watched, it. I'll watch that one. You watch, uh, you know, matches and stuff like that. But I can't say mm-hmm. I've watched like a full broadcast like in a while. No. But seeing that, I go, well, this is interesting because Adam can work his mm-hmm. fucking ass off. Well, and, and you want to, and he's never wrestled in the in a WWE ring. Uh, I WWE imagine ring he'll before. just be doing a lot of selling. Um, but what's funny is I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a 12 or 13 year old watching this shit. And I'm like, is this the same as like a, uh, uh, like like a Pat and uh, the a Briscoe thing? Like this is like a Gerald Briscoe oh, thing like and a Stooges? Pat Patterson. Like you're watching, like come on, dude, get. I don't want to watch him for some old ass guy. Like give me someone legit. Like give me, give me. I don't know, man. I used to love watching Briscoe and Pat Patterson getting stunned. I know, but is that? But I'm saying, is it the same thing where you're like, oh, dude, this is gonna be shit? And meanwhile, you've got the, you've got guys that have been around the business for a long time. Like holy shit, this is sick. Like I'm gonna tune in for this. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, I don't know if they build up uh, Pierce right as far as like because so the Rumble is when January. 31st so what in like two weeks yeah so they have like two weeks to kind of build him up a little bit I don't know if they are they going to bring up his his past they acknowledge it they did he uh on the broadcast he's because everyone keeps saying are you going to be in this gauntlet match that that was the main event of the show and he's like look I haven't wrestled in six years Uh and he you know even if I did I I don't think I could beat anybody right now especially Roman Reigns and on commentary they kind of talk about how he's a wrestler he used to wrestle. But so. they never said he was the former NWA I think they did. I think they mentioned okay. the NWA title. So why were they saying, why was there speculation about was he going to be in the tournament? Oh, because the whole thing was, there was the match that was announced, and then the show started with Roman was pissed off because of something Pierce had done. Because Pierce is like the de facto GM right now. Right. Where he makes all the matches, so Roman was pissed off at him. And then Heyman put him in the gauntlet match, and then... Pierce only ended up in the match because they threw him on top of Nakamura. Dude, it all makes sense, okay, bro? Just I know. No, it really, it really, the way they did it, it, it wasn't like if I was like a stranger watching this and didn't know who Adam Pierce was, I would be like, oh, this is just Roman being a, a yeah. coward. Like he did, he he wants to just bully right. bully this guy. I saw the clip, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I took away from it, and that's why I was wondering, like, if I'm 12 or 13, and like I'm the you know like the target audience for this product, am I like? Dude, fuck this. Yeah, I understand because it's like for me when uh, when I was watching WWF and they brought in like Jarrett and he was carrying oh, the WWE yeah. belt and I was like, I don't even know what that belt is. Yeah, you know, like because like I said, I just I didn't grow up around NWA. I didn't know about it. it. Wasn't on TV. It wasn't on TV. All I knew was WCW and WWF. So when they were like NWA belt, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um. So I always it, thought that was and bad. I was about like you know like 15, 16 years old at that time. But uh, I thought that was cool, man, and I, I hope they give Adam like a good competitive match. And, I hope they give him it to him skills. just for the angle, just for the angle, just something different. Like, when's the last time they pulled something like that where they gave it to the GM or the yeah. or the the headpiece? Just like uh, Nakamura comes out, hits him with something, 
scrap daddy with the pile driver one two three yeah I that'd that, be cool man yeah it'd be cool and then you know hey let roman win fans would be pissed you think so yeah people will say it's fake <laughs> <laughs> uh other wrestling news uh i was uh sunday i watched some wrestling live. nice nice live um i went to the level up pro wrestling school there you go and they had some matches uh like student matches mm-hmm. and guess who i saw Who'd you see? I saw Judiz. Oh, shit. A.K.A. Julius. Yeah, he showed up and he was hanging out. How's he doing? He's good, man. I haven't seen him forever. Like, I haven't seen him. I probably did not see him. Well, maybe I saw him, like, back in January of 2020. But I I hadn't seen him in forever. Did, no, he didn't go with us to Arizona at all. Not in 2020. Okay. No, no. I, when I showed up, I was like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing here, man? And That's cool. So it was him and Dom and Hunter. Uh, the so we had some kids put on show, uh, put on some some matches. I guess they're gonna go on to the iwtv.com. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good though, man. So it was just like a small setup. Obviously, you know, with how the world is right now. Um, everyone tested and all that. Everybody's tested and everybody's wearing masks and protocols in place and all that kind of stuff. They do it right. It was good, man. It, you know, it's it's, it's going to start being a weekly thing for Level Up. Um, they're going to just record matches and then send them to the IWTV. Maybe on maybe on YouTube. I'm not sure how they're going to work, but um, it was cool, man. And actually, I'm happy to see that because you know what's the point of fucking being a student and training if you don't have any fucking if you don't have anywhere to wrestle, right? And you got that's the thing, man. <clears throat> when when you first so you start training, right? And then you're learning and all that kind of stuff, but not until you get into your first match, do you really does it really click? Like, right. oh, I get it now. What I get what it. sucks is, um, I don't know. It, it's it's so different, right? Every generation is different, but like, you look at how these guys are going to come out of it just filming only, mm-hmm. right? And they're not they're not working camera angles. It's not like it's for TV, but they're not. I, I don't know. I, I just wonder if if the if California is shut down for another year, mm-hmm. what they will look like at the end of a year in front of a crowd. Yeah, yeah. I wonder right, how yeah, different because right now these kids. I mean, there's been like a what two, three, four maybe students that have started wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no idea what it's like to wrestle in front of people. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea what the what it's like to wrestle in front right. of a crowd. They've wrestled in front of nobody and very few people. Yeah. So even if they wrestle a match a week for the whole year, yeah, got 52 matches under their belt, um, it's very different when things open up. Yeah. And that's the funny thing about Dom. Cause, oh, so Dom was there <clears> hanging <throat> out. And uh, you think about it, Dom's never wrestled in front of a live crowd. Yeah, but he's done he's done a lot of spots in front of a live crowd. Yeah, but it's not the same. <clears throat> I mean, you're doing a spot, right? Like he did, like uh, the thing with his dad and Brock. You know, yeah. he splashed Brock, hit him with a chair. All that. That was in front of a crowd. Am I correct yeah. on that? And you know, it's like, hey, that's cool. But when you're in a match in front of a crowd and you have to react a certain way, and it's not just one time you have to react. It's multiple times you have right. to react. You have to you <laughs> when know, to drag out a cell. Exactly, all that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be interesting. Interesting to see how a lot of these kids react uh, to actually wrestling in front of a crowd because it yeah. does bring a, a different kind of pressure. I'm sure, I mean, I've never wrestled in the Thunderdome, but I'm sure it's like wrestling in front of just an empty studio, but yeah. just with a lot of monitors around with faces on it. So, but it was good seeing everybody, man. I was really happy and 
happy to see that you know there's gonna be some matches going on and get some some wrestling going on yeah nice. man that's cool yep i feel like that's a really good idea whoever came up with it it came up with a good one yeah yeah man it's awesome idea what else is going on you want to do questions i think we have a lot of questions let's do questions yeah adam give us a question all right i will start on instagram we have some on instagram and we have some we have one on twitter so i will go through them first one all right so this is the one from pd he is uh seems to be intent on giving the weirdest questions of the week so we'll start off with the weirdest question of the week mike already read this devin has not so it's a very funny question uh ahoy hogs would you like to comment on that open mike yeah never say that again okay (laughs) i agree last week's question was too mundane here's a question for you to spark sparks discussion oh great if your wife and fellow hogsmen switched bodies freaky friday style but the only way to reverse it was to have sex with one of them who's in whose body would you screw Deb, you want to take a crack at this one i'm gonna go to the next question do you get it I get it. I so if Alyssa, it. yeah, I got it. Was in your somehow body, tra- got transferred into my body. But I fuck Alyssa in your body, or you in Alyssa's body. Yeah, what would yeah. you rather do? Well, if you were in my wife's body, I I wouldn't be able to probably win that fight. <laughs> I'm like, it might just hold still, dude. <laughs> You'd be like, I ain't fucking doing that. No way in hell. So, well, I mean, I mean, I'm obviously. Having, you know what though? I'm I'm obviously having sex with my wife's body, but you're in it. Yeah, but I'd be like, which no. is hilarious. But but but, yeah, that can't happen. It and can't uh, happen. you're getting screwed, Dev. It's not happening. I'm sorry. Well, what am I supposed to do? Try and like get it up for your for you? You think this that's what happened? This is the dumbest. Fuck you, Petey. I'm obviously having sex with my wife, but Devin's gonna be, uh, in inside my wife's body. But you know what? But people would be like. Oh my God, that woman's getting. I would be screaming rape so loud and hitting no, the walls. You, well, the thing is, we you don't want to live in my wife's body for the rest of your life, right? Would, but we got to switch, dog. We got to get it. We got to let's just do this as pain, painlessly as possible. I would be like, hey, you know what? I'd we, okay. We're you're by PB. Find yourself a roofie guy. <laughs> let's take a little nap. Anyways, good question, PD. That was a good answer. question. Yeah, it's funny. Oh my God, it's funny. <laughs> All right, this one is from Jordan Cross, who... Uh, I would never have sex with your body. That's no, gross, I would never dude. either. Gross, that's just, Yeah, why would you Why would you even suggest that well, that's Mike a made the, Mike made the best point. It's like, it might not be possible for you to have sex with someone in one's body because could. I don't know if you could get, you could. like, you know, you the couldn't. feeling that you need to have to do that. Sexually aroused. Sexually, Sexually aroused. No, you can't. I don't think you could do that if that's not what you want. All right, next question. <laughs> oh, this is from God. Jordan Cross. Uh, Mike has worn his shirt before. Jordan Cross and, is a wrestler out in the Wisconsin Midwest area. Very cool dude. And his question is, who'd win, Raymond or Jacques Rougeau? Which one uh, socked up Dynamite Kid back in the day? Sure. There was a story. Um, so it was between um, Dynamite and the Roju- and the Rojus. Apparently, like Dynamite was kind of messing with one of them. It and- probably was Jacques because he's the <laughs> one that has the shitty rep. Okay, like Jacques is the one who like WWE used to like pretend like didn't exist. Uh-huh. Like, and he would get his kid his kids at his school's tryouts, but they weren't really tryouts. They were just yeah. Here you go. So to answer that question, I'll I'll take whichever Roju uh, sock dynamite kid in the face because obviously the guy is a tough bastard. So uh, yeah, or he's nuts. Which one was the Mountie? I don't think that was. I thought I think one, that was Jacques. Wasn't one of the Rojus? Uh, I'm the looking Mountie. right now. Yeah, it was Jacques. That was the Mountie. Yeah, 
That was a cool character. <laughs> Remember he had that like ta- like that cattle prog? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens trainer. Uh, yeah, I've heard that story before too. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking whichever Roju sock dynamite kid is probably the one that'll win the fight. I think it was. I'm looking right now, and it's showing. I see Raymond Rougeau on Dynamite Kid YouTube. 29 minutes. He's got his fists up, so I think it might be him. Yeah. Okay. It's probably Raymond. I'm taking Raymond on that one. Dev, are you taking Raymond? Or are you taking the Mountie? I'm taking the Mountie, dude. Really? Yeah, I'm taking the Mountie. All right. All right. All right. Uh, the next question is from Mix Mutt on Instagram. He wants to know your guys' Super Bowl predictions. I kind of want to see the Bills go. <clears throat> Just because, man. Like, I remember back in the day when the Bills went to the Super Bowl three times and, and goose egged it all three times. But they were incredible, man. They went to the Super Bowl three years in a row. I will say if the Bills <laughs> make it to the Super Bowl, a human being will die. Really? In Buffalo. Those people are crazy. Oh, yeah. The tables did, thing did you do, uh, the fire tables and shit. Did you ever travel up uh, to Buffalo? No, it's, yeah, it's, it's upstate New York. It's really? a little far now. And they're, never they're been that close. Cra- they're like basically Canadians oh, up there, right? Yeah, Buffalo is basically Canada. Yeah. Calling Buffalo New York is kind of silly. I do, I, I feel like I do need to witness a Bill's Mafia uh, uh, right, tailgate are, party. people are nuts. Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah. Um, and plus, like, the way that that stadium is, like, kind of just parked right there in, in like, the middle of, like, a uh, like a suburb, like, yeah. like, in front of, like, a community with, like, houses around it. And all this. Is it wild, really? Yeah. It's That's kind right of how there. Lambo is, too, as far as, is I, it? as, far as I know. It's, it's it, in the middle of a, of a Yeah, Buffalo's not. Buffalo's not, a, Buffalo's not a big place. Like, like yeah, there's houses around. uh What's Buffalo Stadium called? Um, uh, is it Raymond James? It used to be. Know. No, that's Florida. That's, that's but anyways, Florida. it's like there's houses around <laughs> it, and there's people just like partying. Like if you ever see video of the Bills Mafia stuff, it's nuts, man. There's like people like screwing off to the side. What? Like right there in like residential area. It's so funny. They're cr- like I'm saying, they're, they're crazy Canadians. And they they and they let them into the stadium for the last week's game. Like it was like seven thousand people. Yo, that Josh Allen kid's sick too. He's very good. And uh, was it Diggs? The, Diggs, the, yeah. The, they both helped me beat uh, Devin's wife in fantasy football. Uh, I'm I'm digging I'm digging sick, the uh, I'm digging the Bills right now. Uh, I think the Browns also because they've had such a <laughs> shitty team for the past what twenty years, M- more than that. It's kind of cool. it'd be kind of cool to see the Browns in it. Uh, Dev, what do you think? Um, I had to get a refresher of the bracket here because um, I was pretty tossed last weekend. Um, but I I want to see Bucks and Bills. That's what I want to see. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Bucks. And actually, I think it's kind of cool that Brady's uh, yeah. in, in the playoffs right now, and the, <clears throat> and the Pats aren't. Uh, and that's exactly why. Like, I'm, the Rams, I don't think have a chance in hell. Um, their quarterback's injured, and he's been garbage all year. Uh, Packers, I mean, they're obviously very strong, but they got destroyed by the Bucks. The Saints destroyed the Bucks this year, but I don't think the Saints stand a chance right now. Um, so I got Bucks over Saints, Packers over Rams, Bucks over Packers, Bills over Ravens, Chiefs over Browns, and then Bills over Chiefs. So who do you want to see in the Super Bowl? I I, I told you the Bills the Bucks. and the Bucks. Bills yeah. and the Bucks, cool, cool man. Uh, Jordan, thank you very much. All right, so these next two questions are from Fow, Fow. footage photography. Uh, his first question is: What social stigma does society need to get over? <clears throat> uh, you know what? I feel like uh, weed still has a stigma. 
yes, about it. Absolutely. That's got to be it. Even though it's legal, Jesus. it still has like a stigma about it. My like, mom still treats it like it's like cocaine. Really? Like she's like, my brother smokes and she's like, you do? I'm like, mom, it's weed. It's like you drink alcohol. It's, it's the same fucking thing. Legal. Yeah. I, I it's think, federally it's not which is so which is so still so stupid yeah like you can't get a job if you test positive for marijuana do people still piss test yeah for weed yeah even state like or like not uh, non-federal jobs uh it depends on where the company is located so you could have a branch in california uh-huh uh but they, but they could be based out of like a, a Missouri wacky state. or some shit yeah and if it's a company policy it doesn't matter um <laughs> It's yeah. weird too, man. Because like, if you look at the last election, did you see all the the uh, on yeah. every state? If like weed or like some kind of drug, well, was Arizona on, was on the ballot, dude. Oregon legalized like a lot of stuff. Was it, was, it, was it Oregon or Washington? Portland, Portland, okay. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, they every they decriminalized it. Yeah. So you can go if you want to take do meth, go to Portland. You know that's good for them because I I, I believe in that honestly, and here's why. Um, if if so, just because it's decriminalized mm -hmm. doesn't mean people are going to fucking do it. No. Like, I have no interest in doing meth. If tomorrow the governor came out, Gavin Newsom was like, hey, meth is totally legal in California. We'll even give you discounts if you want to buy it. I'd be like, that's cool, man. I have no interest. Thank you. Well, <laughs> like, you look at marijuana in California. There wasn't a huge spike. Like, you didn't just see people smoking, like, left and right no. on the streets or anything uh -uh. like that. Like, there wasn't, a, there wasn't this incredible surge of, like, people just being high. You know, so it's like it's just legal now. Well, nothing really changed nothing. when it comes to weed because my my roommate smokes, and he would the same places that were open are are still open. Yeah, they just don't have to hide it as much as they used. Well, to. some people had to find new jobs. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, yeah, no, I there's people. If you're gonna smoke, you're gonna smoke. If you're gonna do a certain drug, you're gonna do a certain yeah. drug. Whether it's legal or not, it doesn't matter. It's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. Um. What is there anything else stigma that's that should probably be. Uh, I, I you know, I think <clears throat> I think working from home won't be a stigma after this. I think it was a huge stigma before. Like, you think so? Yeah, hmm. especially yeah. My last company I worked for, uh, I I tried for three years to work from home because I worked, um, I worked for a global company, and the majority of my projects were on the East Coast or in the UK. So I was up. I mean, I was at at the office uh, by five thirty six o'clock every day. Um, and I was immediately on a phone call or mm -hmm. immediately in a presentation or something like that with someone out in New York or out in London. And, um, yeah, I was fucking over it. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't need to be getting up in the morning at 445 to make sure I'm in the office by 530 for this call. I can do it from home. Yeah. There's not a fucking problem with that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I argued with him for three. That's eventually why I ended up leaving. Cause I was like, I need to be able to do this from home. There's no point in me coming to the office. Yeah. And, uh, and now everyone gets to work from home. I agree with you. Uh, I think <clears throat> after all this quarantine and shit is, is gone. Yeah. Uh, you will see a lot more work from home because a lot of these companies have been surviving with their employees working from home. So they're like, well, why the fuck do we have this huge building as an office? You know, we got all this overhead when all these motherfuckers just do it online. I know uh, for like instance, like my mom works at a law firm and they've been busier than ever right now. Really? Like, and there's nobody in the office, like the, the main bosses on my mom are there mm -hmm. every day. And it's like, everybody else works from home. Nothing's changed. They're still just as busy as ever. And they're talking about like, they don't know when they're going to 
open their office back up either. Yeah. It's like maybe 2022, but I, I would say prostitution is another one. Like I don't, again, it's, I think it's one of those things like drugs, like I'm not going to do meth. Yeah. But like, if you're already doing meth, I don't think you should, if you get caught, I don't think you should go to jail and then be there for three years. And now that's on your record. Now you can't get a job. And the same thing with prostitution. If someone's like, I just need to fuck someone. Listen, I like, agree. I agree with that. Uh, you guys heard of a little new thing called OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. So my wife and I were discussing this because she found out somebody she knows is on OnlyFans. Nice. And I'm like, there's a lot of people on OnlyFans. Yeah. And you know what? I don't I don't think it's a big fucking deal. But, and that's, you know, a video thing, which is different. No. People fuck on that thing. And on guess OnlyFans? What? Yes. Wait, but not with fans. Uh, no. They... So if, if you're a girl, right? Right. Let's say you're a girl and you're like, hey, I'm going to go on OnlyFans and I'm going to, you know, release pictures. I'm going to do all this stuff. Oh, by the way, I'm going to take it to the next level and I'm going to have, uh, you know, sex on camera. Well, I don't have a boyfriend. Okay, so what do I have to do? I have to find a dude. Oh, okay. Right? And now maybe that guy ain't going to do it for free. And they got to pay him. So now you got to pay him 200 bucks. But now he's a, I'm using air quotes, he's a model, Right. Right, but he's a sex worker. You, you, exactly. You, you know, like, it's, uh, what's the fucking difference? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just people, like, jerking off in front of a camera or something. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> no. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is that? Have you guys ever, was it something chat roulette? <laughs> chat roulette or something, yeah. You guys ever heard about that? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, you're supposed to chat with people, but all it is is just guys people jacking jerking off. off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't realize that, but yeah, that makes sense that, you know, if you're making money to take off your clothes on camera, what's the difference Dude, between doing it in front of a person and then a lot of these broads and dudes are making some serious dough off OnlyFans. serious dough. Yeah. I know a girl, a uh, very good looking girl. Uh, she used to work with my wife. I was talking to her. She's a big gamer, right? She likes video games, Twitch. Uh, and I told her that. I'm like, you like video games. Why don't you open a, a Twitch account? She's she's a good looking girl. Why don't you do a Twitch account? Guys will pay you to watch you play video games. And such a weird, you know, thing. like I'm just like if you if, if you're looking for something to do right now and make some serious money, there it is. And you don't have to do anything sexual. I don't think right. Twitch is just about video games. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I'm think sure some guys jacking it to it. Everybody has a weird like. There's tons of weird. What a fetishes. weird thing. I want to watch this chick play video games. I know that's nuts, right? Like, oh, dude, oh, she's crushing a World of Warcraft. She's level 70. That's tight. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, All right. she's a fucking orc. I dig so, that So uh, stigmas. Th- that was three stigmas we just named off. Weed, yeah. prostitution, and uh, work from home. Working from home. Uh, another one from Foul. Uh, when did something start out badly for you, but in the end it was great? Uh... I'm trying to think here. Um, I mean, there's kind of like a few instances, but like, no, like I, when I, when I first got into the bar industry, like it wasn't like the most welcoming, like I got in when like, it was like the last of like the tough guys. Oh, sick. So you kind of like, you know, it was not like a hazing, but you know, everybody's just kind of walking around. You're like, who the fuck are you kind of thing? where you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I'm like 21 years old. I just got into the bar industry. I got these like big dudes that are all scary looking. They're all grizzled, you know, kind of being like, who the fuck are you? And then all of a sudden, like 
you kind of become that person because you you lived that world for so long. Yeah. So yeah, like the bar industry, like I I got a wife out of it. I got my <laughs> wife through the bar industry. It's pretty good. Um, I feel like mine's all opposite. Like something starts off real hot. And you're like, yeah, this is sick. And then like, it turns out not. You're like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> or down the line, just shit hits the fan and blows up in your face. I actually don't. I don't have an example of something. That I'm sure you do. Shitty. It's just kind of a hard thing. It's like, but it, it's like the coincidence question we had the other week. Right. It's like, I'm sure there's plenty of answers. I just can't think of it right now. But it's not. But the the positive that would have come out of it wouldn't be like notable enough to discuss. I would never be like, oh shit, this one time. You're like, oh, I got this one opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it started off horribly. And my then leg all of a was sudden, on fire. And then all of a sudden I got a contract yeah. and I'm on TV and I'm famous. Yeah. No, yeah. it's nothing, nothing phenomenal. Like it would, it would be very minimal. It'd be like, oh, I made a couple hundred bucks out of it. Yeah. I don't know if I've had like any like wrestling experience where it's like, hey, this sucked, but then it really paid off. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing on that. Anyways. I, at least you got an answer out of me. Bar industry. got my, Met my wife out of it. All right. This one is from Brandon Cito 619 uh, Are there older students at the school? What's the youngest and oldest there? <clears throat> at Level Up, Brandon, you're the fucking oldest. He's a student at the sh- uh, at Level Up. Oh, okay. Um, back when I first started wrestling, I was probably the old, oldest student in the class. I started at 17. Uh, so I was the youngest, I think, at the time. And it was, like, really shameful to be, like, under 18 and doing it. Mm-hmm. Which I think it should be now, too. I don't even know, if, like, at Level Up, who the youngest kid is. And, and by youngest, I mean he's probably, like, which I don't even know if that's, like, who it is. Yeah. But they're probably, like, 20 or 21. Yeah. Which I, is probably about the right appropriate age. Yeah, I'm, I think even 18 is too young to do it. Unless you've, unless you're, you know, unless your family's in the business, yeah, I think eighteen is still so fresh and like grow up a little bit. Yeah, man, and it takes a lot. Of, it takes a lot out on your body, and it's like, you know, the earlier you start, the earlier you're gonna start getting hurt. Yep. So, hey, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Like the youngest kid I've ever trained with. I don't think I've ever. I remember this one kid. They called him the intern at SoCal Pro. I can't remember his full, I think his name was Mike also. But I think he was like 16 or 17. And it was so funny. He was tra- he was training to become a wrestler. And uh so after a, a few months he uh I was like, "Hey, let's have a match." You know, like or I don't know if I said that or if they were like, "Hey, Mike, have a match with with uh, the intern." I was like, "All right, cool, man." This kid was so scared. Like, you know how like so in wrestling it's uh it's an illusion it's an illusion what we do right we we make it look like a struggle we make it look like all this kid so this kid it was so I make fu- everything look like a struggle yeah so exactly good. but he uh he, he was so funny i took I, you know you're you're working with this i was working with this kid and i i kind of like took him down and all of a sudden he like he's scrambling to get out of the ring and i'm holding him by the foot like hey man relax dude and he's like scrambling like like pulling himself out of the ring and finally i just let him go and i'm like what is going on? I haven't, we haven't done anything. We've locked right. up and I've taken them down. And, uh, but I, I don't know. It was weird. It's like one of those things <clears throat> we hear about in like the seventies or early eighties with the old timers, you know, they, they don't smarten them up in training. Yeah, they, they don't kick- get smartened up until their first match. All right, go out there. Yeah. They kick and, the shit out of them first. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they'll tell them, don't move. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Get punched in the jaw really hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> but, like, uh, it, it's almost like he didn't understand it was a work. Yeah, it was weird. Like, I was just like, what's going on with this kid? Did you ever, did you ever, did you ever listen to Flair stories? Yeah. When he talked about, like, back in the day, I forgot what, I think it might have been, like... Uh, Training in a barn or some shit? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it, you know, it was, it was after that. It was... Um, God, who, uh, Gagne, what did he have? What what promotion? Uh, AWA. AWA. I think it was that. Um, they would bring like you know obviously new kids or new guys would right. come in and and first they would just go okay cool you're a tough guy go in the ring with so and so and then they would just get you know mopped up like literally just like yeah just destroyed kick. like Flair said like uh, Magnum mm-hmm. like Magnum uh, Magnum uh, TA what like walked out of there being like I don't know if I should come back and Flair was like you have to come back or else they you know you're done just getting stretched but he said these guys would just get their asses kicked by I can't remember who he said that that was doing it but Flair was like I wasn't into that they asked me to do it a couple times I don't do that but uh so they sent in somebody a newer guy with these two people that kicked the shit out of people and this guy ended up kicking the shit out of two people. The guy's name was Buzz Sawyer. And I guess he just like fucked up the two guys that were supposed to stretch him. And uh, I guess it, like that stopped afterwards because they were like, oh shit. Because uh, yeah, they don't smart, they didn't, back in the day, they didn't smarten up the, the new guys to, that they could fight back. They just basically, the new guys just kind of took an ass kicking. Gotta weed them out, gotta weed them out. So stupid. Yeah. I don't know, do you think it's stupid? I think it is. I mean, I think I think if you wanted to do it right nowadays, if you're like, oh, you got to be oh, tough. Oh, now it would never fly. Yeah, but if you're like, oh, you got to be tough to do it, then you do dual training. You go, look, you're going to train to be a wrestler two days a week, and two days a week we're bringing in a Muay Thai expert, and you're going to learn Muay Thai. You're going to learn how to defend yourself. You're going to learn how to take someone out or whatever it is. But if that's what you want to do, you want to train tough guys. You don't want pussies in the ring. You don't want, you know, they want you want to be able to defend yourself and really hurt people. Then you do different types of training. You well, know? I think what it was more about back in the day was these guys would go out to bars, right? These wrestlers. Right. And they don't want the wrestlers getting their asses kicked. No, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. If that's, if that, it shouldn't be a concern nowadays. I don't think anyone would have that concern. But if it is, then bring in a real, you know, a real fighting coach. Train people how to fight. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Anyways. Uh, Not everyone's blessed to be as big enough as Petey. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who, who asked that question again? Uh, Brandon Cito. Brandon, thank you very much. Uh, this one is from DTF Abel. He said DTF had a match on Sunday. Nice. How I actually was the agent for his match. <clears throat> oh, him and uh, Leo. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> Benny's like, hey, I'm gonna have you like start agenting matches because it's good experience, right? Yeah. I've never done it, and uh, I was like, okay, you know, like I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'll tell you guys kind of like how to help you guys out a little bit, like creating the match. Don't let them do stupid shit. Make it make sense. No, there was no, there was no stupid shit going on. All right, his question. Not on my watch. Not on <laughs> that's my what watch, I mean. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Not on my watch. Uh, his question is: I've heard people continue to say Conor McGregor should go to the WWE or AEW. Do you agree? And if yes, how do you think McGregor would do in pro wrestling? Fucking great. He would do fantastic. He would mop the floor with dollar bills, with hundred dollar bills, all the way to the ring. That guy would be making so much fucking money, hand over fist, it wouldn't even be funny. Uh, let's see. People would still pay, wrestling fans, knowing it's a work, would still pay to see him get his ass kicked. They would. People would come out, oh, I want to see him get his ass Maybe, kicked. Maybe, They yeah. would know it's, absolutely they would. Let's see. McGregor, I think he fights at like 145. 
So he's probably walking around. I think he's fought at 170 before, so he's probably naturally walking around 185. Oh, uh, wait, is he really? He's a small guy, isn't he? Is he yeah. like five foot seven or something? Probably, but his weight, the the weight class that he fights at. So if you look at that, he's cutting down probably 20, 30 pounds, something like that. <clears throat> so you're talking about like naturally he's walking around. Would he do well uh, promo-wise? Yes, very much so. Um I mean, I'm sure he'd do well. Here's the thing. Five he ain't nine, going. 170. He ain't going over. He's got a fight in like 10 days. He's got a fight, but he ain't going no pro wrestling. The guy makes hundreds of million dollars from, from you know, real fighting. So yeah. there's no reason for him to go and do it. sometimes him. guys that come from that have like this stigma about losing. Like I know Matt Riddle initially had it. He oh, was really? like, He was like, no, I'm, I don't pin. And like, I remember Kurt Angle had a whole thing. Kurt like, Angle. No, 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 nobody, you don't beat me. He told Kurt. Did you ever hear about that, Dev? Kurt Angle, like, said with his first meeting with Vince, he told Vince, like, I can't lose. And Vince just started laughing and was like, okay, yeah. then we can't work with you. That's funny. No, that makes sense. Um, I was trying to look right here. The guy would draw, like, with the real crowd, Connor would draw so much fucking money. I mean, he really would, really would draw a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Rousey came in and, and did a fantastic job. You know why? Is because he could come in. And it, it just depends on what the WWE is willing to do to their own product, mm-hmm. right? But imagine, you know, because you really could on the first show have Drew McIntyre come up and talk some shit or Roman Reigns come up and talk some shit and he could throw some hooks and throw them in an arm, you know, arm bar or something, stupid, make them look stupid, tap them out. It doesn't have to be for the title or anything. It could be in in, in like a fight, like a, like a, a scuffle yeah. in the middle of the ring. And that guy would just make... So much money. I'm looking at guys here. Here's the thing: can... Drew, Drew McIntyre's enormous. I know he is, and, Ma- and 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 Conor McGregor's not. So I don't know, like, but he could light him up real fast, and you know, eh, it, maybe. Like, that... and, and by the way, like, <clears throat> obviously in, in real life, could Conor McGregor kick the shit out of Drew McIntyre? Yes. Um, but like in wrestling, it's all about like big men, right? The proven formula: you take two big guys, put them in the ring, and have them uh, fight, and people are gonna fucking watch, right? That's the proven formula. So, um, of, of course, Connor's going to draw eyes. Who knows, man? You want to put him in there with somebody like near his size. I'd so it doesn't automatically look so alarming. Exactly. I'd want but, him in there with like Finn Balor. But or like Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly. AJ Styles. But, but put him like in that. there with, put him in there with Balor and, uh, who's the guy that looks like Balor? Devlin, right? Uh-huh. You put, but you put him in there and you have a Connor unscripted, you know, they're talking about whatever and how they're the champion and all that shit. And then you have Connor come in there, completely unscripted. Oi, look at you fucking pussies walking around with your fucking grit. You know, and he just like tears him a new asshole. Like, oh, you're so sad. That's just, a horrible Irish I, Well, I'm not, I'm not really doing it. I'm trying to hold back laughter. Oi. I'm trying to hold back laughter as I'm, as I'm talking Dude, about like it. like a character. But just ripping someone a new asshole for taking themselves too seriously. Like, oh, you'd never last five seconds. He would, he would. Five seconds? Five seconds. He would absolutely destroy did you ever see that? Uh, who was homeboy that tried almost tapped uh, Kurt? Daniel yep. Pewter. Daniel Pewter. Yeah. Did you ever see like when he went into the Rumble and Guerrero, Benoit, and was it Holly? It was, yeah. Just teamed up on him and just started chopping the shit out of him. No. And you know what's funny is like Prudel could could have probably take like kicking the shit out of all three of them, right? Maybe not Holly. I, don't, I think Holly no. probably kicked the shit out. Oh, of him. really? How'd Holly do in the brawl for all? Brawl for all is <laughs> boxing. Nobody uh, did well in that. Anyways, uh, that's funny. No, I think that Peter guy would probably mop all three of them up because he's he's a trained fighter. Yeah, he's a trained fighter. Listen, I train Muay Thai. I've <laughs> done 
sparring with people that are way smaller than me. Guess what happened? Got my ass kicked. Shit happens, man. You train, you know, like there's, that's it. Yeah, that guy got flushed out of the business really quick. Yeah. You got yeah. Really, I think I, I think he's had a really shitty attitude. Yeah, probably. You know, you got to come in with the right attitude, man. Like, yeah, this is a, this is a work. This is sports entertainment. But, uh, hey, man, you got to play the game. Yeah. Got, you know, that's, that's why they say politics, right? It's politicking. Gotta, I mean, when your first think. experience is trying to shoot on Kurt Angle, it's like that's you know that is wicked. That's awesome. not going to go well for you. But no one's. But again, no one's smartening him up. Or they yeah. they, they, didn't, they weren't. They, I mean, they weren't trying to smart up. They were trying to old school and they, take they, some asses. And they but that was their fucking fault. And they didn't tell him, hey, you can't you can't do a, you can't try and sub somebody. Like apparently, <laughs> did you ever hear the whole full story about that with the pewter yeah. and uh, an Angle? Yeah. Like Vince just was like, had no idea. Like, hey man, Kurt's like hurt. Like his body's beat up. He's been wrestling what for at that time probably eight years. I think this was before his neck surgery too. So yeah. he hadn't even gotten to the worst he was going to get. And he had to go in there and, and and actually I heard Vince wanted him to wrestle every contestant first or you know wrestle every contestant. Okay, what happens when you get to that seventh contestant? Right. And he, and and Kurt's blown. Um, but yeah, like he, Vince wanted him to wrestle everybody, and then he was only supposed to wrestle. That's bad TV too. Yeah. They they uh he was only supposed to wrestle the one guy, uh the the one guy that actually won the event or whatever, and then when Angle just went off script and challenged it, hey anybody, and that Pruder guy was like, I'll fucking I know my shit, yeah, yeah. and uh you know went in there and, and there's a difference between amateur collegiate wrestling and catch wrestling and submission wrestling because I still really would have loved to see Kurt like in his prime before he's hurt do UFC. Oh like, yeah, and learn and just because like, by the time he they were talking about him doing it, he was so broken down. I was like, yeah, well, it's not going to go well. I mean, you know, but if in his prime he Thank tried, God it, he didn't. Well, it, no, he would have been probably better off right now if he had done that instead of wrestling. Possibly, if if, if instead of going to WWE, he went to UFC. When if UFC was more popular back then, that was the problem. It wasn't popular enough back then. There was no money in it. There was no money in it. Now, if he, today that guy is going to UFC, probably there's less work, less toll in your body than wrestling and you can make a lot more money uh, yeah possibly yeah. possibly just depends depends on how yeah well but unless do. he had a glass jaw it's one of those things he could exactly he could have started training and they just been like look you're never gonna make it you're never gonna make it well like if you ever get punched in the face you're going down if it was if it was back in the day right so let's say angle you know he, he Tito was like, hey here's here's the, here's the here's your choices wwe or wwf back then or uh mma Back then, because of where the infancy of MMA, he probably would have done well, really well. Because the the specialist back then could do very well. Hey, I'm not a good striker, but I'm a good wrestler, so I'm gonna take your ass down. I'm gonna pound you out. And then you start seeing the evolution of MMA. All of a sudden, these one trick ponies they don't do so well. You got to be fully like well rounded. <clears throat> Dude, they got kids now, like 16 year old kids that are MMA fighters. They're not like, hey, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy, I'm a Muay Thai guy, I'm a boxing guy, I'm a kickboxer. They're like, no, they, they go straight into MMA, which is nuts. That's terrible. I think the other problem was his coach was the guy who's at the fox catcher yeah. gym, and he got killed. So I think that whole thing, if that if he was alive, I think he might have pushed Kurt to fight. Oh, really? Kurt Kurt was trained by um, yeah, Kurt was Mark. Uh, I forget his name, but yeah, uh, Kurt was Channing Tatum. Kurt character? was there. Uh, no, know, Channing, the Channing, Channing Tatum's wait. Channing Tatum's I'll, I'll look it up. Channing Tatum's brother is the one that got killed in Fox Capture, yeah, right? The one played by Mark. Uh, 
can't remember what his name is. Quick. Good movie, though. You ever seen that? Oh, Fox Catcher? You should watch the, have you watched the documentary I on watched Netflix? The, documentary. The, the movie is completely inaccurate if you yeah. watch the documentary. Yeah. I watched the documentary. Uh, uh, Dave was his name. Dave. Uh, damn it. Sorry. What the fuck is it? Uh, uh, Mark Schultz and Dave Schultz. So Dave right. Schultz is the one. That got killed. He was an Olympic gold medal wrestler, too. And he Kurt was training at the school for the 96 Olympics. When all this shit happened at the Jesus fox catcher Christ. school, yeah, he was at he was like he was at the he was there oh, no like shit. right before Mark Schultz was killed. Did not know when, that. When, yeah. <clears throat> I uh, I knew the gal. She she was like a personal trainer. Uh, when people get injured mm-hmm. and like an injury trainer help them through it, a physical therapist, physical therapist uh, at the school that he was. This is back in the day, and he was training. He was also training for the uh, Olympics, but he tore something. I don't know what it, he was coming back from a surgery. And she helped him through that. She's like, "Oh yeah, we were friends for like a while, like a year or two. Wait, yeah. You ever gone to a physical therapist? N- no, really. I uh, I've only had. Well, I've I've gone twice. Somebody went, they rec- recommended me for my my recent injury, right? But he by then he didn't tell me anything. My neighbor, who's a physical therapist, already told me. I, I went. To, uh, I talked with the doctor for several several times where they've recommended it and I'm like well what am I, what are they gonna have me do and they're like well they're gonna have you like do this workout and this or this exercise not a workout they're gonna have you do this and this I'm like I can do that on my own well it's actually so I went for my when I tore my MCL back <clears throat> in 2015 I went to a physical therapist yeah and I think her name was T she was cool I learned a lot of shit man I probably I probably went to more uh sessions than I needed to because I thought it was interesting yeah dude turns out I didn't I was doing squats all fucking wrong Really? Yeah. Um, as far as like my knees, she's like, no, your knees are kind of supposed to stay in in place. They're not supposed to go forward. Yeah. They're kind of, you know, and she like, I was like, I've been doing squats <laughs> for, all, for all wrong. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she taught me some things and I'm like, this is awesome, man. It almost, you look at um, physical fitness differently mm-hmm. a little bit after, after you talk to physical trainers, you know, because it ain't about how big and how strong you can get. It's about just having a good, healthy lifestyle. You know? Well, I, I think it was a Finn Balor special a couple of years ago on on the network when he was talking about him going to the gym and he was just like, yeah, just whatever I feel like doing when I go I go in there and I'll do something like I don't. He's like, I don't do bench press, I don't do any of this. I'll just whatever I feel like doing. Yeah, and then like everything that he did had to do with movements and motion. I'm like, that's probably really smart. <laughs> Train for the sport that you're in. Yep. You know, there's no reason for a uh, cyclist to be able to like bench 300. Cool. <laughs> like you, you that 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 muscle is just gonna suck up oxygen you know like you can't like be carrying that kind of weight around but it'd be cool to sport. look at if you had a cyclist that could bench press 300 you'd be like that guy's i want him to win did you guys <laughs> uh did you guys ever see tour, uh, tour de pharmacy yes on so hbo good. or is it on hbo yeah uh have you ever seen that adam you gotta oh, watch it tonight my god it's got it's got your boy cena in it it's and it's one of the fun. Do you know what it's Cena very about? funny? It's the funniest scene I've ever seen in my life. Oh, if, was Cena? Yeah, absolutely. If anybody out there, if you haven't seen it, go to HBO. It's called Tour de Pharmacy, and it's got an insane amount of celebrities in this. And it's a uh, it's the Lonely Island guys. It's uh Adams uh, Andy Sandberg, Adam, Andy Sandberg, and like all those cats. But like Dolph Lundgren's in it. Um, D- Danny Glover's in it. The um, who's the elf? Uh, Orlando Bloom is in it. Dude, it's an insane cast, and it's one of the funniest things you've ever seen. There is a scene with John Cena. John Cena's supposed to be a cyclist, and uh, obviously it was ridiculous because Cena's yoked, yeah. and cyclists Dude. aren't yoked. 
And it's, I'm telling you guys, if you haven't seen it yet, there's one scene with John Cena in it. You will shit yourself laughing. So funny. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen it in my is life. So fucking it's funny. Fun. And, and how about, I don't, I don't want to give it away right if now. It, don't do it. Cause Adam's never seen it. If it wasn't John Cena, would you laugh that hard? Like if it was Tiger, I don't know. Maybe it was Tiger. Maybe would be pretty funny. Too. Maybe because of the situation, yeah. but also Cena <laughs> sold it so oh, dude, well. Cena, Cena is great in comedies. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, uh, he's good in the Amy Poehler movie. I forget the name of it, but he's he's only in that for a little bit. He's very funny in that. Yeah, man. It, you have to go. I'm telling you, Adam, you got to watch it. It's, the on, it's on HBO. Thing. It's uh, yeah. If you go on demand, it's also I have HBO Max. I'm and then uh, Seven Days in Hell. Did you ever see that one? The tennis one. No, it's also done by the Lonely Island guys. Okay. So they released these uh, this tour to pharmacy and uh, Seven Days in Hell around the same time, and like I said, it's two. These both these movies, they're like forty five minute movies, are stacked. They're so fun with celebrities stacked. Like you're like, holy crap! I can't believe they got this person in this movie. And I'm telling you, they're both equally funny as shit. Anyways, uh, was that a question that we told you? What, what, <laughs> it was started the Conor McGregor, and then it went from there. All right. But we have a couple more. Uh, this is from SoCal Gabe on Instagram. What up, Gabe? Uh, this one is for El Numero Uno, so I guess this is only a mic question. All right. Cool. Uh, what's the story behind the 50-year storm tea? What's it from? What's it mean? 50-year uh, storm is in Point Break. If you've ever seen Point Break, 50-year storm is the wave that Bodie is searching for and in the climactic climactic ending they're fighting uh Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze are fighting at Bells Beach Australia because that's where the 50-year storm happens every 50 years it's the biggest surf on the planet and I don't know I thought it was kind of a cool name somebody uh I think Nolan uh Nolan Ryan uh made that t-shirt design for me and uh, that's about it, man. Nobody got it, by the way. Nobody. No got one it, understood it. Nobody ever understood it. All right, this is the final question we have. This is from Eric Howard on Twitter. Uh, what is a band singer your friends like but you can't stand? Dude, all growing up, all my friends liked so much lame ass music. Like I, I never got into like that punk, like like. I never got into Lagwagon. I never got into No Effects. I never got into the 10-foot pole. Yeah, me neither. Uh, all those types of bands that were huge in Southern California, yep. I never got into them, and all my friends fucking loved them. And I was like, "Those, this music is dog shit. Um, but for some reason, my friends liked it a lot. And I liked like more rap and like heavy metal and stuff like that. But my friends all liked the lamest music. No, I'm with you. It was the exact same, exact same bands that you'd mentioned. I never got into them. I didn't never. understand why people were so amped about it. Nope. I, so I had people burn me CDs, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want this. I don't, I don't want it. I'm like, just, just check it, just check out this song. Yep. And they'd play it for 30 seconds. I'm like, please stop. Please yeah. take your hands off my CD. It player. all I don't, sounds I don't the want same. this in my car. It's yep. not good. Uh, but so many people loved Pennywise. I fucking <laughs> hated, hated Pennywise. All, yep. all their music, every single song sounded like the exact same. It was the exact same. They had Brohem, and I'll give that it to you. It. Yeah, like that. Brohem is amazing. That's like a good, like it's 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 a good sing along song. It's good at sporting say, events, but I don't. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not fucking with it. Like I'm, I can't. I'm not going to be playing it on my. I own. hated uh, probably the first year or two or three. 
that they were out. Uh, Angels and Airwaves. Fucking hated them. I'm like, this is the worst shit. This I think is, I liked one of their songs. I think it was like, yeah, it was the same thing. There's like one, but Angels Tom DeLonge, I'm like, dog, stick to your own, like stick to the good shit. What is, this is awful. Yeah. This is terrible. Like, the, I don't know what you're doing, but this is awful. What? And then like five years later, I caught a CD of them or like a, a, a something on Spotify, you know, like a, here's a, here's something we think you'd like because you listen to Blink-182 eight hours a day <laughs> <laughs> and so i was like all right and i heard a couple songs this isn't bad okay and now they're like kind of a regular of mine but i hate i mean absolutely detested like like vitriol like seeing red when i heard uh really? angels and airways yeah it's god get the shit did, out uh, of travis barker had a side project with the rancid kids oh yeah um gangsters and thugs some of my friends, da, 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 some of my friends sell drugs. Did you ever hear that? Remember that song? Uh-uh. Uh, I can't remember what the name of the, the band was that they, but it was uh, Travis Barker and one of the guys from Rancid or something like that. They've been in, all right, if you take that group, those the three of those guys, Mark, Tom, and, and Travis, they've had Boxcar Racer, yep. Plus 44, Blink-182, yeah. Blink Angels and, and airwaves. angels and airwaves and the, the, the other yeah. one. That's a for that's three, a lot for three guys. For three dude. guys, yeah, yeah. Oh well. <clears throat> um, we had another question that no one mentioned. What was that question? This was uh, where did this one come from? This was shouted out on the Hogsman Pod and at Hogsman Pod on Twitter. This was in response to Steel Cage posting our uh, most recent episode. This was Joshua oh. Schlag. He said, "When are the Sticky Hogs shirts going on sale?" Probably never. Damn it! I mean, if you want to make one, go for it. I don't know how to do that. Somebody hit me up for a shirt, and I was, and they're like, "We can't find it," and I'm like, "Go on Devin's." Uh, we, okay, so this we've been doing this for a year, this podcast. Yeah, and uh, we've said a year ago that we'll put it on the, we'll make a tag I never, team. I never said that. Okay, I said let's put together the tag team, uh, t-shirt account, and we've just never done it. Uh, I never said that I would do it, and. Uh, yeah. But wouldn't that be better? We could have four or five. We could have the sticky hogs on there, the wet hogs. <laughs> Maybe not the wet hogs. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hogs. don't think that. I mean, if somebody can out there, if somebody out there in the world can uh, create a shirt or a logo for sticky hogs. Yeah. And uh, they want to send it to Devin or I. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll toss you 40 bucks for it. And that, and that goes with the sticky bandits theme from, uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. That's yeah. This Lost isn't in New York. Yeah, exactly. Um, is that is uh, those are all the questions we had? That's it. That's a lot of questions. Well, let's talk about next week. What are we doing next week? I don't know, Dev. What are we doing? Well, Hogscast. I'm uh, I'm moving to San Jose uh, for a couple of months. I don't know how long that's how long specifically, but at least three months. And I don't know what's happening after that. If I'll be back in San Diego. Or where I'll end up. So uh, it's probably going to be San Diego. <laughs> but for at least three months, we are, uh, yeah, I don't know, under under new management. Well, same management, just a new co-host or something. The podcast will continue. It'll just be different people every it, week. It's going to be NWO Red and Black. Yeah, you can do the, you can do the, uh, actually, you can do the Red and Black. I'll do Red and Black. And I'll do the uh, the White and Black. That was way cooler. Yeah, but you're going to be like, you're going to be White and Black with like Brutus Beefcake in there and like, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good White and Black. You, but you get to be the Wolfpack. That's pretty sweet. And are you going to use the Wolfpack music? 
I think I'll oh. have to. If you ever do like a thing where you send in like a a voice memo like Duke does, if you do that, I'll put the Wolfpack thing Thank in the you. background for you. Mine, mine is just going to end up being uh, from the land of the rising sun. It's me. <laughs> and then I'll just go into the weekly podcast. What are you doing for the intro now? I don't know. I'll figure out something. Throw your yeah pre-recorded one in there every week. Jesus, there you go. Or we'll right, have man. someone else do it. Maybe Duke will. That do would it. be hilarious if you did your podcast and I did my podcast and we just kept it on the same on the same. Uh, I don't know whatever the fuck you call it. Host or what is it? Yeah. Devin's week, Devin's yeah. episode, Mike's episode. Oh, uh, Mike would never miss a week. We know that. Well, you wouldn't either if it was through Zoom. Yeah. All you'd have I, to do I, is call me, and you could just talk. If about only it. all the people on this show wanted to do it through zoom i don't like doing zoom i know it, it just i'm sorry like i i have to be in person going into business i've for done himself. plenty of zoom podcasts and it's fine but i just i don't i need to be speaking of which room. i saw your uh i saw your video on the socal pro wrestling podcast yeah that was good oh did you yeah the uh the yeah yeah, yeah the clip yep uh that's finally on youtube yep if anybody wants to go check that out Speaking of which, you can it's find us just, on YouTube. It's just me burying myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm talking about how you couldn't, uh, you, you don't know if you're training people right. And dude, I don't, like, do you feel comfortable training people? Yes. Do you? Yeah. See, I always like, okay, there's like the stuff that I do know, right? Right. And then there's like people that like, I'll have some kids be like, hey, or I'll be like, hey, does anybody want to practice anything? Anybody, you know, try something out? And I remember one kid was like, I, I, I want to work on my satellite DDT. And I was like, get the fuck out of the ring. Yeah, I would I would have probably said the same thing. Because I was like, I, I don't do satellite DDTs. I don't really, you know, I don't know. Like, it's not my thing. Something I'm, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, hey, ask Benny. Ask Benny, like, to, to, yeah. to show you that. Because I don't fuck. I don't do that move. I don't right. know how to fucking really, you know, pull it off. And, you for, know. For me, what bugs the shit out of me is like, um, I used to be really technically sound uh-huh. and like for training, I would do training days or like, I'm just going to do hold to hold and chain wrestle with there's four people here. I'm going to chain wrestle with each of them for a half hour. And then when I'm done, I'll go home. And then the next day, maybe I'd work on spots. And then the next day I'm coming in, I'm like, all right, Oh, there's one person here. I just want to chain for an hour. Mm-hmm. Let's do a chain. I used to be great at it. And now it's like, if you put me in the ring with someone, you know, me and you will go on there. And I'm like, can we just do this for like 20 minutes? You're like, no, get the fuck out of here. Let's run some spots and shit. I'm like, can we just keep doing, <laughs> can we just keep chaining? Like I want to get it back, but it's one of those things is like Spanish. Like I took four years of Spanish in high school and two years in college. Like I have a degree that says that I could speak Spanish at a business level. No fucking way. Really? <laughs> no fucking way. I could listen to you talk and I go, what did he say? And I could go, well, he kind of said this, but I don't know if he said he did it before or was going to do it in the future. Yeah. I can't tell you uh, if he was lying. <laughs> like if, if he was, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I can't tell if he used certain phrases in there that don't make sense because I kind of get it. But now it's the same thing with like chain wrestling and hold to hold. I'm like, yeah, I remember it, <laughs> but like no one does it. It has been so long since I perishable skills. It's true, it really is. Um, I mean, it's funny because like so. Last week I went in Thursday night, and then uh, that was the first time I've been in the ring for in like three weeks because yeah. the two following weeks were uh, uh, New Year's and then Christmas, and then I think I took I wanted to go do something else that Thursday night. I think I wanted to go like train Muay Thai or something like that, but I was like I haven't been in the ring in three weeks, and I'm like. I don't even know if I remember how to wrestle. 
That's yeah. always my thought process is I don't know if I, I, I know how to wrestle. Right. And then I get in the ring and I go, oh, that's right, I can. That's right. But uh, that's the thing, man. I don't go into when, I, when it's my night to train. I'm using air quotes. Uh, I don't have a plan. I just get in there and I go, okay, guys, let's just kind of warm up. Let's roll around and uh, we'll just fucking see where this goes. We'll just see where this goes. <clears throat> I I hate uh, training with more than like four people. Really? Yeah, because well, yeah, to yeah, me it's yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. Like um, you go in there, you do it. Let's say you do it wrong, and then you're the one who's doing it for the next 15 minutes yep. while everyone watches, and then they get their turn again. All right, on to a new drill. And I, I always, I've always hated it. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't know. That, to me, is what I would – I always felt like I'm losing it. When I was first starting to train, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if I'll remember that. I did it twice. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was told I did okay. If I do it again, I don't know how that's going to turn out. Yeah, I uh, I remember back <clears throat> in the day, yeah, some, some, some nights – It'd be like twelve people training, and you're all line. You're just lined yeah. up, waiting for your turn, yep. and you know, yeah. The more people, the less time you got. I actually, uh, I want. I've, I'm trying to get Nestor SoCal Crazy, my lucha trainer. I want him to show up one night at Level Up to train my nights. Or, yeah, you know, I want to bring him. So in you can on take my the night, night off. Well, so I can, you know, because you know, to, to to train lucha. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't train lucha. I know a little bit of it. But I don't, you know, it's, it's not something I feel comfortable like 100% training. Right. And uh, like Nestor's a really good lucha trainer. And uh, I'd, I'd love for him to come in and kind of show the kids some lucha. Because I remember he did the same thing. He brought in one of his lucha trainers, uh, a dude from uh, TJ. I think his name was Pandolero. Whatever gangster is in Spanish. I can't. I think it's Pandolero or mm-hmm. something like that. But um, this guy was amazing. He must have been in his 50s. And this guy killed it. And he, we were doing shit where I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but okay. We were doing like front handsprings off of people's backs that are like standing. It's nuts, man. It was, it was, it was a really good experience. I, <clears throat> I don't know when the last time he trained with Kid is, <clears throat> but that guy is such a good person to train with and learn shit from and pick shit up from. Like he is just constantly evolving. Kid's a very well-traveled wrestler. It's, it's I mean, I think if he was bodied up, he'd be signed all, two years ago. Three years ago, even as young as he is, if he was bodied up, I don't think you're there. There's anyone that wouldn't sign him. He's so fucking good, kid. A cycle won't kill you. That's <laughs> the guy I was going to ask you. Is he the youngest guy you've trained with? <clears throat> well, so when I, I uh, when kid came back, I think he was already like 21. Yeah. So I, I wasn't there when kid was training when he was like when 15. Did you, when did you start training? I started training at SoCal Pro in June of 2013. When did he start? Uh, a few years earlier than that because he was like yeah I do remember him he was around. like 15 or 16 wasn't yeah. kid at new way he was a new way that's how I remember him but he I was like when 13 that was. he was 14. like he I've was seen 15. Old, I've seen like old like pictures and promo pictures oh, he's of a child kid. oh he, he he it looks like an elementary school yeah. kid wrestling yeah um that was one of the first times where I heard people have qualms about selling for someone Oh, because he was so young. Was kid like, dude? I don't think we should be selling for him. I don't think we should be taking his moves. Which is weird because TJ started training when he was fifteen too, and people probably trained a lot with him. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's San Diego is a different market. Well, that's the problem. Like, hey man, okay, you have a problem selling for him. Do you have a problem registering? Do you have a problem registering a punch? Like, oh, I just got punched in the face. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, I just got kicked in the face. Okay, I'm gonna register that. 
hey, I just got punched in the face again and I just got kicked again. Okay, now <laughs> I can start selling. You know, that's the difference. Like, right, but I, I think what, uh, in, in addition to that, this is around the time when everyone was like, uh, well, you shouldn't be able to whip me into the ropes. Like, oh, there's no like, way you should be able to whip me. Like, size-wise? Yeah, and also, like, you would never be able to scoop slam me. Like, that doesn't make sense. Because he was really tiny. I mean, he must have been 100 yeah. pounds. Well, there's guys like that on the on the scene, and... I mean, that's kind of what I think is if, if you are if, if you're a small guy, right, and you 100% know almost every match you're going into, you're going to be the small guy. Right. You got to learn how to work like a small guy. Right. Why are you doing power bombs? Because you're only five foot tall. You know, like that's got to pop a, the that, crowd. That's not a devastating move. But if it's if it's coming from a guy like like uh, Kevin Nash, it's right. a devastating move. You're, you're, right. You guys, I'm telling you, you got to see Kevin Nash in person. He's the biggest guy I've ever seen in my life so tall and then I can only imagine taking a jackknife from him like that's a long ways down long ways down so I mean I, I, I can understand that you know like understand who you are understand who you are are you the biggest guy no okay well then you can't really wrestle like a big guy right I don't know who was it the Nash dropped on his head was it giant yeah big show oh god I, I said, I, in my head, I was just picturing him dropping someone right on their head, and it was terrible, <laughs> terrifying. And also, if you're like, say, like you start wrestling at 16, right? Get that experience. I almost of, did. I wrestled at 17. Well, exactly. Get that experience of wrestle of learning how to wrestle like a, a little guy. Yeah. You know, having to to work from underneath. You know, like really fight to get that to get that comeback, and uh, you know, get get a you know your advantage get get an advantage. Right. Uh, and then when your body grows and you hit the gym and maybe do a cycle or two, I don't know, you know, your morals are my, yours, not mine. Um, my body, then my you choice. get to learn how to work like a big guy and then you can show other guys like, Hey, this is how you work as a little guy. Cause I've, I had this, I had that experience too. You know, like when I was younger, I was small. I had to work from, you know, underneath, but then, Hey man, I grew up a little the, bit. The problem is there's not enough like camps, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I think Carlo Cannon was doing it out in Australia where this is where you come home to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. You're going to do your job still, but this is there's a dorm here for you guys and you're going to train and you're going to learn and you're going to live it and you're going to love it. But part of that is you're going to learn how to work out right. You're going you're gonna to learn how to eat right. You're going to learn how to set up the ring and all that shit and take care of yourself and take care of your body because that's the problem, right? Uh, with, with places nowadays, you go home and then what? Yeah. You got to check in. Hey, did you work out? Uh, well, I would have, but I worked, you know, I worked the night shift now and, uh, I wasn't able to work out. So you want to be a wrestler. You're not working out. Yep. Okay. Well, what you got to be putting on mass? What'd you have for breakfast? I skipped breakfast. Cool. What'd you have for lunch? Uh, I had a Pepsi and, um, some hot Cheetos. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right. Well then, you know, yep. Well, listen, man, you can't want it more for somebody else than they want it. Right. So I yeah, I tell these kids that I train with like, "Hey, do you are you going to the gym? Are you working out?" And you, a lot of times you hear like, "Oh, no, like I'm not." And it's like, "Well, this isn't enough, bro. Just coming into training two, three times a week for an hour and a half, two hours and maybe not even a solid two hours or hour and a half because there's other people here." I think really what you have to do when you're a professional wrestling school is Find out who, who, why is everybody here? Hey guys, 
Listen, no fault, <clears throat> no big deal. If you're here just to be a little weekend warrior, tell your friends that you're a professional wrestler, have your friends and family show up and watch you wrestle, that's cool, man. Just raise your hand. Let me know that. Okay, cool. Now, who's the people that really want to put some effort in this? They want, they want to go all the way to the top. They want to you know, travel the world. They want to become a professional wrestler. That's how they want to make their money and their life and their career out of. Raise your hands. You, okay, cool. Separate. And we're going to go from here. You, you just changed my mind on something. What's that? I've had my mindset for years on this, and I've been of the same mindset until just now. I have always thought it was predatory for wrestling companies to charge someone. It's $2,000 to train here uh, up front, cash and then it's un, you know it's unlimited you can come as as many times as you want you know we train twice a week <laughs> you could come to both trainings for the year right mm-hmm. whatever but it's $2000 up front foot in the door i always thought that was super predatory like dude that's fucked up man first of all people training for wrestlers they don't got that kind of money like a gym membership like i think it's same as a gym membership if you're paying you know 50 bucks a week or whatever the case is like okay 200 bucks a month that should be that sounds about right but I mean, you get to look at it as a trainer and you're saying you can't want it more than someone else. Like how many people have to walk through the door and be like, why do I want it more? Why do I want it more for you than you want it for you? How many times do I have to tell you to go to the gym? How many times do I have to tell you to eat right? Like how many times do I have to tell you that you need to find a balance between protein and carbs and trim, you know, fucking sugars out of your diet? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that just completely, it changed my mind right now. Like you know the caring and shit that's involved like if you want to take it seriously i feel like that's kind of you pay that money up front do it figure out a way to make take it serious because you've already paid the money yeah no oh, man you got to make yourself look like a star bottom line is you got to make yourself look like a star you got to get in shape you got to be tanned right tan fat looks better than pale fat brother that's true dan um, taught me that you know <laughs> big duke you got to make it. it, 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 it making fun of me. What's the one though? thing that you have control over? Your body, right? You have <clears throat> control over your body. Well, I don't have money for a gym membership. That's cool. That's fine. No problem. Can you do push-ups? Can you do air squats? Can you, uh, you know, run? You can do dips on your bathtub. Can you find a set of stairs that you can run up and down a whole bunch of times? Is there a, a hill that you can run up and down a whole bunch of times? It's 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 all on you. And anybody that says, oh, well, I don't have a gym membership, that's fine. There's plenty of people that can that can get in good shape without having a gym. They find other ways to do it. Right. So, um, oh shit. What's that? Forgot your weights. I'm going to give them to Adam. Oh, okay. They'll they'll be they'll be fun. They'll they'll do fine up in San Jose, I'm guessing. No, 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 no. I I'll give I'll give them to Adam. He'll bring them to you. Uh, but yeah, man. You you can't want it more than somebody wants it for themselves. So, whenever I see that kind of stuff, I just tell the person like, "Hey, you should be doing this." But I'm not going to like Right. You know, I'm not going to get on your ass. I'm looking out for myself. Hey, man, you don't want to get in shape. You don't want to train. You don't want to do all that stuff. That's cool, man. Better opportunity for me. Right. Because, you know, this is competitive. This is competitive. We both know this is competitive. Every person that drops out, cool, man. Less competition for me. Right. And I'm not saying that in a, in a malicious way. It's just, it's the truth. Right. Everybody that steps in through the, the, through the pro wrestling school doors, they might take your spot. Some down, somewhere down the line, right? And uh, hey, man, I'll help you be a pro wrestler. I'll 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 be positive and and try and help you out the best I can. But if you fall off, that's on you, and I'm not going to be too disappointed about it. Right? It sounds selfish, and it, it kind of is. But 
Hey, man. It's not. It's it's a selfish business. It's a selfish business. Business, but it's not selfish because you have to look at it through not rose. This is one of those businesses where rose colored glasses don't do you any good. You know what I mean? In some uh-huh. places it it pays to be pie in the sky and a big dreamer. Um, but part of wrestling is if you're gonna have that big dream, you got to do that work day in, day out, yeah, every minute of every in. day. Eat, sleep, breathe it. Here's something too that like <laughs> I've really noticed, and and you're you're living it, Dev. Every so you you started wrestling at 17 years old, right? And your responsibilities at 17 were you oh, yeah. yourself and I. Mm-hmm. But that's you saying that. So you yourself and yourself. Um, then you grow up. Well, maybe you went to college, right? right, so right, right. Okay, you got a little bit of college, yeah. you know. But hey, you're still you're still handling it. Right. You know, you're balancing wrestling in school, and then all of a sudden you meet a little lady, a little filly. Yep. And uh, you get married. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she's supportive, mm-hmm. but that's su- that supportiveness is that a real word? Supportiveness. Yeah. It's got a lifespan, right? You know, and all of a sudden you're <laughs> gone a lot, and she wants to know, like, hey, where are you? I'm home. I'm I'm home by myself. Oh, oh, and then she's home with the kid. Oh, and now she's home with the kid. <laughs> yeah. So everything you bring into your life, it's one more obstacle that you got to hurdle over or try to somehow work your way around or or, or uh, balance with wrestling. Right? And then if you're the shits on top of it, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but you look at a lot of these guys that made it all the way to the top. Oh yeah. They they sacrificed. They they missed, oh absolutely they missed birthdays they missed missed weddings they missed funerals they yep. missed uh, family gatherings they you know they maybe uh, they broke had a, off relationships maybe they had a girlfriend but the girlfriend didn't understand how much time it took for somebody to become a you know make a big name for themselves right. in professional wrestling so they had to they had to separate with that girl because it just wasn't working out and even they though they, even though they might have been a great match but they couldn't get over that one thing yeah exactly. I've seen that happen you know like that's the thing when when you talk about sacrificing that's the real sacrifices and, and you know what they sacrificed by having to go to the gym instead right. of going to a you know a friend's house to to hang out and have fun yeah so. or go to training instead of go to someone's go to a bar meet up with a friend exactly yeah, man same shit it's uh and it's like that way in all athletic uh, athletics right if you want to be a professional football player you're working your fucking <clears> ass <throat> off it, it's two jobs man people that have two jobs understand it and if if you don't treat it like a job you're not going to get you know uh-huh. reap the rewards you're not going to get that paycheck yep yep so you know when your nine to five is done okay time for the gym time for wrestling training eat yep. sleep that's part of it and I always say, man, you got to go find opportunity because opportunity is not going to come looking for you. Right. You need to go out and look for it. So, all right. There's our advice for this episode, Dev. That's it. That's the end of uh, Hogsman Black and White. We'll see you next week for Hogsman Red and Black. The red, the red and Black, the Wolf Pack. The Wolf Pack is oh. back. The Hog Pack. The Hogs Pack? Hogs Pack, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Hogs Pack is back. All right, man. All well, right. Dev, I'll see you in a few months. I'll see you then. I'm sure I'll <clears throat> keep in contact. I'm sure we'll fucking Zoom once in a while. If, uh, I'll fucking Zoom with you, but not right. every fucking week. All right. If uh, if Hollywood comes up at the end of the month, we'll be on that. We're f- next month, I guess now. It's already middle of January. Jesus. Who knows? Who knows what's going on in this world? Wild. <sighs> Anyways, uh, what else? Dev, do you have any other uh, parting words until you come back? I have nothing to say to these fucking people. Did you get a haircut? I did get a haircut. 
fucking high and tight. I know. I didn't realize that... Uh, Devin's been wearing a beanie and a hoodie this whole time. <laughs> I didn't realize that barbers were shut down. I called my barber before I was on leaving town. I'm like, hey, let me get a haircut. He's like, bro, where have you been? Everything is shut down. You can't go to a barber. Uh, so he had to do a house call outside. He's like, that's the only way I'm allowed to work. I'll do a house call outside. Okay. I, uh, I did not know that because uh, I haven't been to a hairstylist <laughs> haircutter barber in over two years there is a barber shop near my house that has been open this entire time really it's also open at three in the morning so i am 90 percent positive that it is not actually a barber shop <laughs> dealing drugs out the back huh? dealing dr- there's a guy that sits outside and whenever you pull up to the places next to it he stares at you in a very menacing way mm. so very just, convinced if you want to buy some drugs i can let you know where this place is and just trying to figure out you who's figured out. Hey, if you, uh, quick question before we head out. I have a question for you. Oh. You're opening up your own wrestling school, yeah. right? You want it to be kind of smarky. You want the insiders to get the joke. How do you like the sound of the barbershop window? Kind of funny. Yeah. Kind what of would funny. you call yours? If you could, if you could name one, something wrestling related. Ode to the past. Uh, Ode to the past. Let's see. Uh, that's actually not. That's not a bar. What is it called? The, bar- the barbershop window. The barbershop window. Pro wrestling school. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty. Funny. I like that. All right, cool. Um, just wanted. I just wanted to make sure that he was on board with that. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> gas to the gills. Pro wrestling. Oh, gas to the gills. Gas to the gills, brother. That's another stigma that I think needs to go away too. Steroids, right? steroids. Yeah, I don't it's, give a fuck about steroids. It's 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 so misleading the information about steroids. It's Bring it back to baseball. God, just fucking home runs left and right. Oh well, that's for another episode. All right, well we'll get you next time. At Hogsman Pod, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Where uh, where can they find that Hogsman shirt? Oh, <laughs> prowrestlingtees.com slash. Oh, American Kaiju. I think it's American Kaiju. It is American yeah. Kaiju. I stole yeah. it. It was mine. Cool, man. And then um, you can listen to us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other platforms. YouTube. Uh, Steel, oh, and YouTube now. And then Steel, uh, Cage, Steel Radio. Cage Radio. Um, cool, man. Well, Dev, You I'll think see Derek you. will still put this show on Steel Cage Radio, even though Devin's gone? Yeah, easily. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> we're their money maker. Dev, I'll see you when you get back. All I'm right. In a while. All right. I mean, you and I could just FaceTime. No, nah, I'm cool with that. Um, all right, man. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, Dev, if they want the tip, what do they got to do? They got to take the whole hog. Adios. Adios.